Bowl City FC is on the air. Winder into the corner flag. They're going berserk in Lynn Family Stadium. Right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. And then Manny Perez scores. Louisville with a goal back. The crowd rises to its feet. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Well, for the third time in the opening month of the season, it's late night with Lou City. For the third time in the first four games of the year, Louisville City FC is in California tonight facing a prestige team in the USL Championship, the Sacramento Republic, two of the biggest clubs in the league meeting tonight on the West Coast. Thanks so much for joining us. We're pleased to have you along. I'm Jeff Milby. Spencer Brown is our producer tonight. And we're thrilled to have George Davis IV with us, former Lou City midfielder, longtime USL championship player. George, first of all, before we even start talking about the game, uh, welcome. It's cool to have you. I'm looking forward to this. It should be some fun. Yeah, excited to be here. Really looking forward to it. Uh, excited to see the game and, and see what the boys have after, after last week. So last week, let's talk about Let's go back to, to how it went last week. It was, it was really... Um, a shocking game for Louisville City in their home opener against El Paso at Lynn Family Stadium in front of a record home opener crowd of nearly 11,000 fans. Lou City loses 3 to nothing to El Paso, a team that had not won yet this season. Coming into the game, it just all of the narratives were reversed the way the game went uh, coming in. Um, obviously, the team was frustrated. Danny Cruz, uh, after that game, uh, was very frustrated with the performance. How did you see that game? What was your assessment of the game? Obviously, a disappointing one for Louisville City. Yeah, it was, it was pretty surprising to see that that type of performance on on day one. Um, but that's what makes this game really exciting. You know, I know Danny expressed his frustrations, and and knowing knowing what that locker room is like, I know that those guys are itching to to get out and uh, to make it right. You know, uh, sometimes it doesn't go your way, and especially at, at Lou City, it's rare to to have a performance like that, and especially to see that type of result. You, you mentioned Danny Cruz expressing his frustrations after the game. He spoke about it a few days after the game when he spoke to the, uh, the media, spoke to reporters just a couple of days ago. Here's what he had to say about the loss to El Paso. We, we stick to the process. We reviewed it like we do every single week. Um, the last two days have been f- excellent um, from, from the start of training to the end of training, um, which is the reaction that we're looking for from the group. Uh, certainly you look at the result that's that is not us um, but we do have to learn from it we have to look at where we needed to improve uh, and and you know push forward you know first two weeks of the season we had to travel out west we had good performances good results so we're confident uh, that we're going to have a response which is the the most important thing from a result like that Danny Cruz there talking about the loss to El Paso last week he used the phrase that was not us he certainly meant it in terms of the performance but I think, George, you could also kind of say it wasn't them because they were missing so many key players from that game. Brian Ombi was suspended. Uh, five other players were battling injuries. Several of them kept out of the lineup. Uh, but it is a much healthier Louisville City that we're going to see tonight. Brian Ombi is back in the team after that suspension. And, and while Danny Cruz said that that's no excuse, the 11 he's going to put out there for Louisville City, he expects to be able to, to get points, to win games I, to me, it was certainly a factor in that loss that they were so shorthanded. Do, how, what do you make out of that? Any, anything from last week? Yeah, you know, so early in the season, it's, uh, it's, it's rare that you're going to have that many guys missing so early in the season. And knowing, knowing Danny, he's, he's one that holds himself accountable, his staff accountable, and definitely the players. So uh, I know that whatever 11 he puts out, regardless of injuries, 
uh, or suspensions that he expects that team to perform, uh, especially to the standard, you know, that it takes to wear the jersey. So um, it's, it's nice to hear that there's a lot of reflection going into the week. Uh, I'm sure the guys are, are learned from, from what that was and, and what some of the consequences of putting out a performance like that can be. It was one of the rare performances we've ever seen out of Louisville City. This is their ninth season of existence. I looked at it this week and tallied it up. Only 19 times have they ever lost by multiple goals, and only three times have they lost by three or more goals. I mean, this is a team that has done nothing but win since they've existed, um, and, and that just makes it all the more surprising how that game went down. But you know that locker room. You know a lot of the guys in the locker room uh, really, really well. the pride all that winning has to lead to such intense pride I would think in this team and I'm sure that they have been stewing on that loss all week wouldn't you think what do you what do you say oh definitely yeah like you said you know the standard the standard's been set you know and it's kind of the the blessing and the curse because you know the teams put in bad performances all the time it's it's part of sports right um and to to have a club like this where your expectation is to win every week uh it's not okay to put in a, a performance or a lackluster performance so uh, the players in the locker room, knowing uh, what that, that flyer, that crest represents, uh, they'll, they'll be up for it tonight. We're getting you ready for the game tonight. Louisville City on the road for the third time in the first four games of the season. On the road in California for the third time in the first four games of the season. Kickoff is set for just a couple of minutes past 10 o'clock Louisville time against Sacramento Republic. Again, kickoff in about 10 minutes time. We're going to continue to get you set as we step aside. We'll hear from... More from Danny Cruz on the other side of the commercial break, and we'll also hear from Sacramento's head coach. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN Louisville. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football, he loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs, he puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt, neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. It's Paolo Del Piccolo, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult opponent in a difficult environment. Uh, I know Briggsy really, really well. I have a lot of respect for him and how he uh, manages his group. 
they have a lot of quality. Um, you know, they're going to be a team that is difficult to break down, uh, a team that uh, doesn't concede a lot of goals. But again, when I look at the group that I have and, and I look at the quality of training so far this week, uh, I'm confident that we can go there and, and, and get three points. I think, um, you know, we have to keep building. We have to improve. Uh, and we have to learn from from what happened on Saturday. You know that hasn't happened in my time here, um, not even close uh, to to a performance like that, in my opinion. Uh, and you know we have to make sure that we respond. There's head coach Danny Cruz of Louisville City previewing tonight's game: Louisville City on the road at Sacramento Republic, two prestige teams in this league, two teams that are consistent, consistent winners. We know what Louisville City has done down the years. Sacramento, they're just one year older as an organization than Louisville City. They came into the league in 2014. They are celebrating their 10th season this year. Uh, They're a team that has won the league title. They're a team that last year made a deep run to the U.S. Open Cup final, which they ultimately lost to Orlando City, carrying the flag for the USL um, it's a veteran team, George, a team that uh, has won a lot in their time um, in front of one of the best fan bases in the league. Certainly Louisville City has one of the best fan bases in the league, but you can't say anything less about Sacramento. They average nearly 10,000 fans a game. Um, it's going to be a big, big test today for, for Louisville City. Absolutely. You know, uh, since the, the kind of the split of the, of the league into east and west, we haven't, uh, the Louisville City hasn't had an opportunity to play at places such as Sacramento. Um, and as you mentioned, Definitely one of the, the top venues of, of the USL, and, and their fan base has been strong from, from day one in 2014. So uh, it's going to be a tough environment for, for Lou City, but I know they're up for it and, and play in front of a, a great crowd every, every week, so they shouldn't be intimidated by it. Heart Health Park is the site for tonight's game. It's a stadium that's gone by a couple of names over the years. It seats just over 11,000. They averaged nearly 10,000 fans all year last year out in Sacramento. Uh, their head coach, Mark Briggs, he's in his fifth season out there. Again, a very veteran team, a team that has uh, a number of players that are returning year after year after year. You know, in the USL so often there's such high turnover uh, in, within a lot of teams across the league, but that's not really the case in, uh, in Sacramento. Uh, and that leads to some confidence from their head coach, Mark Briggs. It's hard to travel in this league, in this country. So when you're at home, you have to you have to make the most of playing in front of your own fans and executing game plans and getting points. And I think for our guys, um, the the fact that we get to play in front of our fans and the way our fans support us and get behind us, um, it creates excitement for our players to to go out there and represent them and this city in the right way. There's Mark Briggs, the head coach of Sacramento. He's been a head coach in the USL for the better part of a decade. Stops in Wilmington. Remember the old Wilmington Hammerheads? He was there. Real Monarchs. And, of course, as we mentioned, he's been with Sacramento for five years. Um, George, you've been around the league forever. You know Mark Briggs a little bit. You've played against his teams. Um, Obviously, you know Sacramento as well. What can Louisville City fans expect to see from Sacramento tonight and expect to see from from Mark Briggs? What kind of team do they have? Uh, Well, for starters, experience. Um, Not only do they have players that have played – in the league, Mark's very experienced with the, the league itself, but they have a lot of players that have played in other, in other leagues as well, in other countries, uh, and they bring a wealth of experience back to the U.S. Um, to, to play against our guys. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, with Mark Briggs' team and how organized they are defensively, uh, as Coach Cruz said in, in, his, in his statement, that they don't concede a lot. They don't give up too many chances, so uh, it'll be tough, tough to break them down, um, but hopefully uh, we can see some goals tonight. 
Yeah, in three games so far this year for Sacramento, they've conceded just one goal. Two of their three games have been at home. Their season opener was at El Paso. They won that game one to nothing. Then in their home opener on March 18th, it was a 1-1 tie against the Charleston Battery. And then most recently, last week, at home once again for Sacramento, a one to nothing victory over San Diego. But again, these are two of the best teams in the league, two of the winningest clubs in the league. And Mark Briggs certainly does have respect for Louisville City. He talked about Lou City uh, when he spoke to reporters earlier this week as well. Winning games breeds confidence. Um, and Saturday will be no different to any other. We play Louisville City, who are a known successful club within our, within this league. Uh, but for us, it's just another opponent that we we believe that we can beat. You can hear the confidence there, George, when he says Louisville City for us, they're just another opponent that we believe we can beat. Some teams, you might hear that statement and think of it as maybe arrogant, considering how good Louisville City has been over the years. But with Sacramento, they, they, they deserve to have that sort of attitude about themselves, I would say, based on the success they've had. I think it's just a confidence in what they do that leads Mark Briggs to say something like that, that Louisville City is just another team that they think they can beat. Yeah, very well said. And, and I also think that's what he, he wants his players to believe. Uh, you know, as a coach, sometimes even in the media, you're speaking things because you want to speak life into your group. Uh, and, and I think uh, showing evidence of the last three games that he's confident with his team's performance and, and what they're capable of. Uh, and he speaks that out so that, that not only the fans can hear him and the rest of the league, but also his players, and they can thrive off of that. Again, it's Louisville City on the road tonight at Sacramento Republic. Kickoff coming up in just a few minutes' time. When we return, we'll give you the starting lineups for both teams for tonight's game and then kick off to follow after that. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN Louisville. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Louisville City fans, this is Noel McCabe. Remember, if it's Lou City, it plays right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. It's Jeff Milby and George Davis the fourth tonight bringing you Louisville City's trip to Sacramento Republic here on ESPN Louisville. Let's get to the starting lineups tonight. 
They are presented by Breeze Airways. We will begin with Louisville City, again coming off of a loss to El Paso in their home opener last week. Five changes for Danny Cruz since that loss, from that loss. Kyle Morton is the starting goalkeeper tonight. It'll be Oscar Jimenez at left back. The center back pairing, Sean Tosh and Josh Winder, who returns from international duty. He got a pair of starts against England and Serbia with the U.S. under-20 team last week. He's back, and he gets his first start for Louisville City this season. And then Manny Perez will be the right back tonight for Lou City. In the midfield, Tyler Gibson, Carlos Mogel Jr., and Jorge Gonzalez. He gets his first start of the season as well after coming on for 40 minutes in that loss to El Paso last week. He was battling injuries early in the season. He is healthy, and he is starting tonight. And then the front three, it is Enoch Matiti, Musha Galusa down the left, Cameron Lancaster down the middle, and Brian Ownby returns after serving a red card suspension last week. He will be down the right side for head coach Danny Cruz in his third season in charge of Louisville City FC. Sacramento Republic, they're the hosts tonight. Two wins, one tie for them. That's good for seven points. They are atop the USL Western Conference standings entering the weekend's action. No changes for them from their last outing. That was a victory over San Diego Loyal. Their goalkeeper, Danny Vitiello. The back four, Jack Gurr, Connor Donovan, Jared Timmer, a former Indy 11 player in his first season in Sacramento, and Shane Wheat, another newcomer to the team. He comes from Pittsburgh. In the midfield, it is Damia Villadere, Luis Felipe, Arnold Lopez, and Rodrigo Lopez. And then the starting forwards. Russell Ciceroni, another former Pittsburgh player in his first season in Sacramento. If you remember, he scored against Louisville City twice last season in the Eastern Conference semifinal, which Louisville City had to come from behind to tie, and then they ultimately advanced in penalties. Ciceroni now out in Sacramento. He starts for the fourth time this season, already has a goal to his name as well, and he is joined in the attack by Sebastian Herrera, a 28-year-old Colombian uh, in his first season in Sacramento as well, his eighth season as a professional. Their head coach, Mark Briggs, a native of Wolverhampton in England. He's been stateside for a number of years and has been the head coach uh, of Sacramento for the past five seasons. Our referee tonight, the man in the middle, Ricardo Fierro, will be in charge of this game. And we will have his whistle and kickoff when we return after this final pregame break. Again, it's Louisville City on the road for the third time in the opening four games of this season. Tonight they face the Sacramento Republic out in Northern California. We will have kickoff next here on ESPN Louisville. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Simply the best. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. 
Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville City fans, this is Oscar Jimenez. Tune into Soccer City at 6 p.m. each Thursday on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app to hear exclusive conversations with players just like me. Current conditions in Sacramento, California, it is very typical of that part of the country. 55 degrees at 7 o'clock local time in Sacramento as we await kickoff uh, between Louisville City and the Sacramento Republic. This game coming to you from Heart Health Park in Sacramento. A good crowd on hand, as is always the case for Sacramento Republic home games. One of the more difficult atmospheres which Louisville City, in which Louisville City will have to play. The two teams have made their way onto the field. Louisville City playing on the road tonight. They're wearing their road white kits with the new diagonal stripes on the jerseys, purple numerals and trim as well. And Sacramento playing at home this evening in their 10th season as a club. They are wearing black this year as the referee... Looks down at his watch and blows his whistle. We are underway in Sacramento. It'll be the Republic to have possession, but evidently they took the kickoff a little bit too quickly for the referee's liking, so he'll make them take it again here under shadows at Heart Health Park. And now we are officially underway. Sacramento moving from right to left. They will be attacking the goal with the big section of fans behind it to the left of the field. That'll be Louisville City's goal to defend in this first half. And you can bet, George Davis, that the fans will be in the ear of Kyle Morton tonight. That's that huge section of fans behind the Louisville City goal uh, out at Sacramento. And again, this is going to be a very difficult environment to play in. Yeah, you talk about intimidating environments. It starts with the goalkeeper, right? How how can they try to get into his head and, and see what they can get out of him? Inside the first 30 seconds, looked like we had an offside flag against Sacramento, so a fifth, third free kick here for Lou City. Kyle Morton, the goalkeeper, takes it, sends it long into the attacking half, a battle for possession, just knocking the ball around, and Louisville City looks like Jorge Gonzalez had a touch of the ball, but it's taken off of his feet and out of play past the far sideline, and Gonzalez had the final touch, so it is a Sacramento throw on the far side, their rights, and their right back, Jack Gurr, will take the throw. An Englishman making his fourth start this season. Sacramento trying to work the ball forward. Lucidi had a chance to find the ball. Now they do with Manny Perez, who intercepts a pass, but only for a moment. It's one back by Sacramento. They've got along their back line, but here's the Lucidi press once again winning the ball. Brian Ombi has it. Coming down the near sideline in the attacking half. A couple of runners in the middle, but he'll slow things down, play it backward down the near sideline to Manny Perez. Now Tyler Gibson in the midfield, and now Sean Tosh, the right center back at midfield. He plays a long ball over the top for Cameron Lancaster to chase. Lancaster was not going to be able to catch up to it, and it bounces into the arms of Danny Vitiello, the goalkeeper for Sacramento, making his fourth start of this season. It's his fourth season as a professional, uh, and he's played two for two different teams over the course of his career. You can see both teams are playing really direct here in the opening minutes. Uh, 
both teams trying to get forward as quickly as possible, creating quite a bit of transition early on. Here's Sacramento with a chance in the box. Russell Ciceroni on the in line on the right side of the box in the penalty area. Cuts it back. Two defenders there for Louisville City. He plays it to the far sideline. It looks like it's Jared Timmer there for Sacramento. Now into the middle of the field, Arnold Lopez. He drives it forward down the far sideline on the right side. Here's a cross into the box. It's deflected on its way through by Oscar Jimenez, the left back for Louisville City, and it's out of play past the end line. It'll be our first corner kick of the night. It'll go to Sacramento, and it'll come from the far side, their right, with two and a half minutes gone by in this game. See Roro Lopez going over to take the corner. He's been a a staple in the league on dangerous set pieces, so hopefully uh, these guys know what's coming in. Rodrigo Lopez... A 35-year-old California native in his 16th season as a pro. He stands over the ball wearing the captain's armband tonight. Here it comes to the near post. It's headed on toward goal, and it's ultimately over the bar and behind. It was a well-struck header uh, by Sacramento there, but ultimately not threatening Kyle Morton's goal. It was not on target. It was Russell Ciceroni who had that touch making a run to the near post, George. Pretty well defended. Uh, good for Manny to follow him all the way to the post and challenge the header. But you can see early, just three minutes in, Sacramento very comfortable at home. Louisville City had to travel all the way across the country in just the last couple of days. It's a great shame, George, at least in my opinion. It's a great shame that this game wasn't played last week because Louisville City could have just stayed out there on the West Coast for an extra week. They had to travel home and now travel back out to California. Uh, the schedule makers making it a little bit difficult on Lou City here in the early part of the season. As Lou City tries to play a ball forward, it'll roll all the way to the feet of the goalkeeper, VT Yellow. How challenging is that to have to uh, you know, play a couple games away from home in California, then travel home, and then travel back? It's almost like an extension of preseason, it seems, you know, because you, know, you try to travel around the country and play in different environments during that time. And, you know, first couple of games, you got two trips to the West, West Coast. Also interesting that... You know, in the past couple of years, we've not been going. Lou City's not been going out to the West Coast at all. So now, not only to go out there uh, this season, but to go twice in the first three weeks. It is. You'd have to say, though, I think, right? As Louisville City, I believe the flag was up against them. So a free kick here to Sacramento along their back line. They play it long down the far sideline. It's in the attacking half near the corner flag. Here's a good cross in. A header down. A save from Kyle Morton. The rebound comes out, and the rebound is scored. Sacramento on top. And it's Luis Felipe. He scored the winner for them last week over San Diego, and he's on the score sheet for a second straight week. And four and a half minutes in, Sacramento has a lead over Louisville City. They look very comfortable at home. It's Sacramento 1, Louisville City nothing with four minutes and 50 seconds on the clock. Yeah, I mentioned early on about how direct they were playing, and this ball comes from a diag, about a 40 or 50-yard diag. Done really well to bring it down and, and great quality service. Uh, you would expect Kyle to hold on to that, but it's a tough tough header to hold on to. Yeah, it was Jack Gurr, the right back, who had it wide right, chested it down to himself, and then hit it first time after a couple of bounces. A great cross in. The header came through uh, from Sebastian Herrera. Kyle Morton made the initial save, but the rebound off of Morton fell right to Luis Felipe, and he smashed it with his left foot. And it actually took a deflection there. It looked like off of Manny Perez for Louisville City. Make it that much more difficult for Kyle Morton. But uh, just a, a great start for Sacramento. Yeah, I got to give credit on the finish. That's not easy. Just make good contact and put his foot through it. So Louisville City, after suffering a 3 to nothing defeat last week at home, 
They find themselves down very early against a very quality opposition today in Sacramento. And here comes Sacramento once again. Russell Ciceroni is in behind down the right side. Now Louisville City's defenders are getting back. Ciceroni clips the ball top of the box. A header from Luis Felipe from the top of the box is well wide in the end. That would have been a very... Uh, that would have been a spectacular header if he was able to score from there. Uh, but again, just a, a threatening attack. That time Ciceroni got free and got in behind and was able to clip a ball into the box for a header from Felipe once again. Historically, this is a resilient group in Loose City, so I'm very interested to see how they respond to that early goal, especially coming off of last week's performance. We can't let this – got to stay on top of them. Can't let it get out of hand. It's with Josh Winder in the center circle. Again, Winder coming off of international duty last week. He was with the U.S. U-20 youth national team. Got a couple of starts against Serbia and England and also played along with his former Louisville City teammate, Jonathan Gomez, in that team. He passes it forward here to Tyler Gibson. Gibson in the attacking half in the center circle. Now it's Sean Tosh just to the right of the center circle. Plays a long ball down the near sideline. Brian Ombi gives chase, but the flag goes up before Ombi can even get to the ball. The offside flag against Louisville City, and it'll be a free kick here to Sacramento, deep in their defensive final third, just to the left of their defensive penalty area. Yeah, you mentioned Josh Wander. You can see his confidence already on the ball, you know, here and seeing that he came from camp and he had some good performances. Uh, excited to see how he does tonight. And again, as Sacramento knocks the ball around here at the back, Louisville City's press coming forward, trying to disrupt the passing game and a long ball over the top from Sacramento will bounce to the feet of Kyle Morton playing just outside of his box let's talk about Winder just briefly for a minute for anybody listening to us here in the Louisville area as and as I bring that subject up we have an injury on the field for Sacramento a player is down on his back and the referee has stopped play for the moment to bring on the trainers haven't been able to identify the player just yet but a brief pause in play here Gives us a great opportunity to chat about Winder a little bit. Uh, again, just 17 years old, Josh Winder. He is a rising star. Uh, there are reports in the media that he is going to be sold to Benfica in Portugal. Just reports, nothing confirmed yet. Uh, but the reports are for a $1.5 million fee to come back to Louisville City. That would be a record for a USL player being sold anywhere for that much money. Uh, the point being that this is a rising star in the making for a young kid. And if you're a Louisville City fan, if you're a soccer fan, as it's Sebastian Herrera, the player that was injured, and it looks like he is motioning to come out of the game. So Mark Briggs is going to have to go to the bench uh, early on here after his team scored an early goal. So some adversity here for Sacramento. Uh, but Winder George, a rising star. And if you're a soccer fan in Louisville, you want to come out to see him because he's not necessarily going to be here that long going forward. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, right? Great talent. Um Comes comes after his, his brother as well, who's another great talent. But to to hear the the rumors and and what they're saying about this young kid is amazing. And having seen him mature and, and grow up over the last couple of years wearing a Louisville City shirt has been pretty remarkable. So um, he's he's the first of many, I hope, to come out of this community and and uh, make a splash in, in the world's game. And I'm excited to see what comes of that. So Herrera has come off the field. Louisville City in possession as they bring it down the left side into the attacking half. It's a throw to Louisville City. It'll be taken by Musha Galusa here, and it looks like we may have a booking. No, just the referee pointing. A collision, and the referee just talking to some players. There, no foul call. That's still a throw for Louisville City. Herrera has gone to the bench for the moment, it appears. We'll let you know if he comes back out or if there's a sub as soon as we know. Ball into the box for Louisville City toward Brian Ombi, headed away by a Sacramento defender. It's now to the near sideline, Manny Perez. 
Perez on the near sideline, drifting backward, plays it to midfield. There's Sean Tosh into the center circle. The player we were just speaking about, Josh Winder. He touches it forward, plays it to the inside right. Tyler Gibson, wide right and further forward, Manny Perez. Louisville City, really for the first time tonight, George, with a little possession here as Carlos Mogel switches fields to the far sideline. Ten minutes in, Sacramento ahead, one to nothing. Ball into the box here on the ground, stabbed away by a Sacramento defender. It's a Loose City throw on the far side, the left. But Loose City with some possession for the first time tonight. Yeah, they finally got a hold of it. You can see, we talked about how organized uh, Coach Briggs' team was going to be, and you can see they've dropped into a block. So uh, it'd be interesting to see if, if Loose City can maintain this possession in the attacking third and break them down. Sean Tosh had a ball over the top that was cleared away in the box. Still with Loose City, a throw on the far side, their left. They've got it along their back line now with Winder. He's in the attacking half by about 15 or 20 yards. Now to Tosh, same situation. All 11, all, rather all 10 field players for Louisville City playing in the attacking half right now as Sacramento sits back again playing down a man for the moment, we believe, because of the injury to Sebastian Herrera. It's with Manny Perez on the near side, the right. Now Tosh on the inside right. Plays it. To the top of the box, that was Jorge Gonzalez was making the run. He couldn't bring it under his control, though, and it deflects to the feet of the goalkeeper, Vitiello, and he will just take the sting out of the ball a little bit as he tries to kill some time. Sacramento is going to bring on a player from the bench. Vitiello now picks the ball up and uh, signals to his teammates to get forward. He's just going to send this long as Sacramento tries to kill a couple of moments here to try and get that substitute ready. Yeah, not a bad effort from Chantos trying to break lines and create a chance. VTL, the goalkeeper for Sacramento, sends it long, and Louisville City takes over in possession once again. 11 and a half minutes gone by. Louis City down one to nothing as Luis Felipe scored just four and a half minutes into this game in Northern California. Long diagonal from Louisville City is errant. It's out of play on the far side, the left. It'll be a throw to Sacramento, and it'll be a veteran that comes in. They do make that substitution now as Herrera... Sebastian Herrera goes to the bench, and they bring on Keko, the 32-year-old Spaniard playing in his 13th season as a professional, his second season in Sacramento. He spent a number of years in Europe at the highest level, six seasons in La Liga in Spain, two seasons in Serie A in Italy. He's a very experienced player, uh, a little older in age, but a talent and he's coming on for just his third appearance this season. He's not been used that much this year, just 13 minutes for him, but he could be a difference maker for Sacramento. That substitution, Keko on and Herrera off, brought to you by Fortna. Twelve and a half minutes in, Sacramento coming forward with Wheat, their left back down the left side in the attacking half. He's defended by Manny Perez. Perez takes the ball away, forward to Ownby, trying to combine with Perez, but under pressure, he gives it back to Sacramento. Here's Wheat over the top now. He gives it to Viader. Viadair, a ball into the box. It's headed away by a Louisville City defender. It comes out to the middle of the field. Luis Felipe has it there for Sacramento, and the Republic will settle things down here. So Keko comes on, George, and now Sacramento back to a full complement of 11 players. You can see he's already getting on the ball. Anytime you can bring a player with his experience playing La Liga, Serie A, into the game, uh, I'm sure he'll have no problem adapting to the speed of play. Ball just trickled out of bounds here, so it's going to be a throw to Loose City. They kind of get let off the hook here because Sacramento had momentum and had possession. So it's going to be a throw to Loose City on the far side, the Loose City left. Oscar Jimenez starting today at left back will take the throw. And now they work it back to Sean Tosh, the right center back tonight. Brings it across midfield, plays it toward the top of the formation. Brian Ombi was there, but he slipped down and couldn't. Get back on his feet to try and chase the ball. It rolls all the way to the goalkeeper, Vitiello. But uh, 
bit impatient there from Tosh. I'm looking to see him rotate the ball a little bit and try to unbalance this opponent. They're not going to be easy to break down with one ball. 14 minutes in, what do you obviously Sacramento with the one to nothing lead? They look very comfortable at home. But what do you make of this game so far? As uh, as Lucidi tries to press high here, Ombi with a touch of the ball, Wheat with it now. He'll finally clear it upfield. What do you make of this? first 14 minutes we've seen george yeah you can see how sacramento has no problem getting forward with speed uh and they have no problem sitting in a block as well to to wait for their moment so you could tell the first 15 minutes was very high pace a lot of transition very direct uh you could tell both teams have tried to gain a rhythm and try to push the other team back but we'll see it's going to be a a chess game to see who can uh dictate the possession who can create more chances while you were making that point, some really good defending, some really strong defending here from Josh Winder. As Sacramento had worked the ball forward to Russell Ciceroni, Winder was battling with him, used his athletic frame to shield uh, the ball away from Ciceroni and watch it roll past the inline for a goal kick to Lou City. There's just a little moment uh, of the talent that Josh Winder displays. A, a, a young player at 17 that's still growing into his body a little bit. Uh, but he's able to use his long frame there athletically. Yeah, he's maturing quickly. They showed his strength, and it was very smart to push the player to the outside and, and earn the goal kick. Louisville City draws a foul in the attack here. Cameron Lancaster goes down. Louisville City was just trying to work it through the middle. Tyler Gibson turned and played a ball in the air down the middle, and a collision between Connor Donovan of Sacramento and Lancaster they're not going to make it easy for Lancaster tonight. Uh, both center backs know his quality and what he's capable of, so I don't, I don't see them allowing him much, much time to turn and, and face the goal. Yeah, and didn't have much time there at all on that play. He is fouled, though, and it's a fifth-third free kick to Lou City. Fifteen and a half minutes on the clock, one to nothing, our score in favor of Sacramento. Tosh plays it backward to Winder in the center circle, and then Winder gives it away, passes it to a Sacramento player. They try and go quickly, direct over the top, Kecko, the player who just checked in. Actually, that's Ciceroni, I beg your pardon. Chasing it, but he can't get to it. It'll roll into the arms of Kyle Morton. He rolls it forward on the ground to Tosh. Now in the center circle, Carlos Mogel Jr. He plays it left. Here's Oscar Jimenez coming forward. Now Mushigalusa on the far side the left. Lucidi in the attack here, in the attacking half. Jimenez. Now Jorge Gonzalez. Back to Jimenez. Neater stuff. Neater passing stuff here for Lucidi. It's back to Gonzalez. Tried to play it to Ombi. It was deflected. Now Jimenez swings it wide right, uh, right to Manny Perez now on the right side. Charging toward the end line. Here's Manny Perez. Gets a cross into the back post over everyone's head. It'll come to Carlos Mogel. Can he keep it alive? It's knocked off of his feet and out of play past the far sideline. It'll be a throw to Lou City. Excellent from Mogel there to be in a good position and not allow the ball to go the other way. And a better spell here for Lou City. A better response after going down a goal 12 minutes ago. But as I say that, Sean Tosh with an errant pass. He overhits a diagonal ball from the center circle, trying to swing it to the left side. It's into the stands, and it gives possession over to Sacramento. If you're going to miss the pass, overhit it. That's what they say, so can't fault Sean there. It'll be Jack Gurr to take the throw on the far side, the Sacramento right in their defensive half. Lou City pressing forward now as the ball comes to the near side. It is with Viader, uh, I should say. Uh, of Sacramento, and then Louisville City wins the ball there. It's Tosh in the middle. Carlos Mogel picks up his head, plays a ball over the top toward Ownby, and a comfortable defensive header there from Shane Wheat to bounce it into the arms of Vitiello once again. Just very 
very direct from Louisville City. They've they've had possession at times, but it seems like everything kind of has boiled down to a little bit of a ball over the top to my eye, George. What do you what do you think? Yeah, it's going to be tough for them, right? We talk about patience and waiting for the right moment, but when you can see it early on, you, you sometimes feel like you have to chase the game. So uh, hopefully the guys can realize that we're, we still got a lot of football to play and, and hopefully that we can have some patience and wait for the right moment. Played 18 minutes out in Sacramento. So far, Lou City with the... Possession advantage, 59% of the ball has been with Louisville City, but they've yet to generate a shot. Sacramento with four shots, two of those on target, obviously the goal. Uh, And in terms of corner kicks, one to Sacramento so far, none won by Louisville City. It's Lou City in possession on the road tonight wearing white. They've got it in their defensive end. Josh Winder just has to clear it away under a little bit of pressure, sends it past midfield on the far side, the left. It's out for a throw to Lou City. They take it quickly. Infield now to that's Lancaster dropping back deep. Now Tyler Gibson in the middle, just to the left of the center circle in the defensive half to the far side, Oscar Jimenez. Jimenez picks up his head. Long ball over the top to Ombi. Ombi nearly got the touch in the box. Couldn't control it, though, and it bounces behind. A goal kick to Sacramento, but Louisville City nearly there. Oscar Jimenez off of his right foot, and Ombi just couldn't quite bring it down. Good run from outside to in, trying to get in on goal. That's what Ombi is really good at, so... It's nice to hear his name. We need to see more of him in Mushigalusa if we want to create some chances. Yeah, it's it's nice for Louisville City to just have him back out in the lineup. He was so very missed last week in that three to nothing loss to El Paso. Here's a chance maybe for Mushigalusa to chase, but a defensive effort there from Timmer, one of the center backs for Sacramento, will pop it off of uh, the feet of Mushigalusa high into the air, and VTLO, the goalkeeper, catches it. They try and play out of the back, Sacramento, but they can't control it. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side, the right, with 19 and a half minutes gone. Down the near sideline, Tosh pops it high into the air toward the end line. Ombi giving chase. Ombi, can he get there first? Uh, Sacramento player goes down, and it's a foul against Ombi. It'll be a free kick here to Sacramento. Just a 50-50 ball there. Ombi was late to it. He was behind it and uh, shoved over the Sacramento player, that was Arnold Lopez, and it'll be a free kick here to Sacramento. Inside their penalty area, it'll play just like a goal kick here. Pretty clever from the center back there. He felt the pressure from Brian, uh, knew that if he uh, rode that pressure and went down, that he'd probably get the foul. 20 minutes on the clock here out in Sacramento at Heart Health Park. Not quite a sellout crowd, but a, still a strong crowd, as Sacramento just about always has in their home stadium. Sacramento trying to play out of the back once again. Lou City comes out with a turnover. That was Mushigalusa in the middle of the field, but a heavy pass from him. Looked like he was looking for maybe, maybe that was Lancaster on the inside right at the top of the box. But uh, well read by Mushigalusa to win the ball, just a heavy pass. Yeah, it's a few times now we've won the ball in the attacking third, so um, now we need to get some of these shots on target. Enoch Matiti Mushigalusa. The second-year player for Louisville City scored 10 goals last year. Scored a goal against Monterey Bay, actually against Orange County, I beg your pardon, earlier this season for his first tally of the year. Here comes Sacramento down their left side in the Lou City half. It's with Viader. Now to the near side, here's Lopez on the near side, the left. Instead of putting it across, he plays it to the inside left. Now back to Lopez. Well defended by Manny Perez. He gets a touch. Perez toward the near sideline. 
Keeps his feet. Here comes Manny Perez in the attacking half. Maybe a chance to break for Lou City. Here's Ombi in behind and a great sliding challenge. Looked like Luis Felipe. Actually, that was Arnold Lopez who slid in late there just to deter Brian Ombi. He sends it out for a Lou City throw on the near side, the right. And were it not for that sliding challenge, George, that would have been a chance for Ombi to get in. Yeah, I thought he was in. Manny Perez showed great balance to stay up on his feet, recognizing that there was an opportunity to get forward. Uh, you would expect Brian to get in on this. Uh, it was a great tackle. Yeah, Brian, so much speed, Brian Ombi. He has uh, just about every player in the league beat for speed, but in that instance, Lopez did really well, timed his sliding tackle perfectly as well. There were arguments there. Lopez thought it was played off of Ombi. He was arguing it should be a Sacramento throw, but it will be a loose city throw here. 22 minutes into the game, it'll come from the near side, the right for Louisville City. Manny Perez has it. He now puts it back in play, backward down the near sideline to Tosh. On the inside right is Gibson now. Gibson dribbling toward the near sideline, just played it down the sideline, but no one making a run toward the corner flag, and it's out of play. It's a Sacramento throw. It's on the near side, the left for Sacramento. They get it in play. Here's Kecko in the middle of the field after Lou City had just a brief chance to win the ball back, but Sacramento settles things down. Along their back line, here is uh, Arnold Lopez, and now Timmer in the middle of the field. He'll dribble to the near sideline. Shane Wheat under some pressure here, and it's a turnover. Here's Lancaster, right side of the box. Lancaster inside to Ombi in the penalty area. Just a heavy touch from Ombi. It's knocked away off of his feet and cleared away. Ombi had a great opportunity there, George. Just couldn't bring it down cleanly. A clean touch there, and he has an opportunity to have a shot. Yeah, we expect Brian to do better with that one there. Cam does well to recognize that he didn't have a shot and laid it across. Uh, unlucky from Brian. But so far, the Loose City press, while not generating any clear-cut chances maybe outside of that one, it's, they've done a good job of winning the ball in Sacramento's half a few times so far in this game. Yeah, I have to agree, right? We talked about winning the ball in the attacking third closer to goal, and they've done that. The problem becomes when you give it away and you see Sacramento breaking like they are now. They put a ball into the box. It's whipped in, and it's a goal. No one claimed it. It was Cicerone on the far side, whipped in a good cross into the six-yard box with his left, a group of players came together. Kyle Morton came out of the goal. One of the center backs, one of the defenders for Louisville City was in there as well. It looked for a moment like Morton had, might have smothered it, but the ball was loose, and a Sacramento player pounced on it and smashed it into an open net to give them a 2 to nothing lead. It's Sacramento 2, Louisville nothing. Just around 20 minutes gone by in this first half. It was Morton and Tosh, and then ultimately Gurr had the final touch for Sacramento to just tap it over the line. It might have been on its way in anyway, but just a, an unfortunate situation there for Louisville City, George. Morton came for it. Tosh was dropping back for it. Those two, it looks like a little bit of a collision here, and nobody came up with it for Lou City, and it's an easy tap-in goal for Gurr for Sacramento. Yeah, those two, Morton and Tosh, are going to be very frustrated with themselves with this mistake. It's uh, It shows the value of getting dangerous balls under the box, though. Lou City may have... Probably more of the possession, but every time Sacramento gets forward, they put a dangerous ball in the box or they're getting a shot on goal. So Sacramento 2 to nothing with 24 minutes and 40 seconds on the clock. So Lou City has conceded five consecutive goals here, dating back to last game. Can't imagine that's happened very often in Louisville City history. Mark Briggs, the head coach for Sacramento, having a conversation with the fourth official. Not sure about what exactly maybe about whose possession it should be. It's going to be a Sacramento throw on the near side, their left, after the restart. 
you can see the intensity of this game picking up. Both coaches are fired up. Sacramento's enthused because they've just scored another goal, and Loose City's backs are against the wall. So it's going to be a tough, tough game. We knew that coming in, so Loose City has to respond here. But you mentioned it, George, and, and it may go without saying. We'll get to that in a second. Here's a chance for Sacramento in the box. Morton comes for it. Cross to the top of the six-yard box just behind Ciceroni, who made the run, and then Morton able to get back to his feet and scramble to claim the ball. Just another great opportunity down that right side. Once again, it was Gurr. Got to the end line, whipped in a good ball. It was behind Ciceroni, who was making the run at the penalty spot. And fortunate for Lou City that it was, and Morton was able to scramble and claim it. But that was another chance there. Seems like every time Sacramento enters the final third, it's a dangerous opportunity. Uh, if Lou City wants to get back into this game, we're going to have to deny the counterattacking opportunities. Ball into the box for Lou City towards Jorge Gonzalez, who made a run, headed away by a Sacramento defender. And then a collision and a foul just outside of the box. It'll go against Lou City. So it'll be a free kick here for Sacramento, just to the right of their defensive penalty area. Uh, but we were talking about it, George. Lou City, so many veterans in this club, so many guys that have been around for years who have won so many games. Uh, but this is an adverse situation even for them. They have to, to reach deep into the reservoirs of self-belief here to try and uh, come, come out with something. Still plenty of time, we should point out. Uh, but this has been a, a difficult road test so far, to say the least. They're down two to nothing. Yeah, it's going to test the resiliency of the group. You know, one thing that's Lou City's been uh, fond of is sticking together and and staying as a unit. So it's got to be the case here. No one player is going to be able to bring the team back alone. Free kick sent long for Sacramento, and it was just wide on the opportunity. You know, it's a third goal. They've scored again. The free kick was sent long by the goalkeeper, VTLO. Kecko was on the end of it on the right side of the box. He played it in towards the face of goal into the six-yard box, and Russell Ciceroni was there to stab it home to give Sacramento a 3 to nothing lead and bring the home fans to their feet. My goodness. Another goal from service. Another goal from service. Getting in behind the outside backs. This time, uh, Keiko experienced as well. Gets service off. Ciceroni beats his defender to the near post. Yeah, the near post there, it was Tyler Gibson who was beaten by Ciceroni. It looked for a moment when I was watching it live that it may have gone wide, but it was in the back of the net, and the celebrations were underway for Sacramento. And goodness, uh, Louisville City down 3 to nothing inside the opening half hour of this game. This is a situation in which the boys in purple have not found themselves very often. 28 minutes on the clock, and it's 3 nothing in favor of Sacramento, and Lou City, the defending hasn't quite been there today, but the attack hasn't been there either. They've not really had many chances to get back into this game as they send the ball forward, and Sacramento wins possession. They send it long just to clear it, and Lou City will take over with Sean Tosh. Now Tyler Gibson in the center circle plays it wide left towards Musha Galusa, but the ball behind him and trailing away from him. It's out for a Sacramento throw, and Sacramento looking very confident. They put the ball back in immediately. They are a team very much feeling themselves right now, and you can understand why. They're ahead 3 to nothing against the defending Eastern Conference champions here. Yeah, you can see the, the confidence oozing from them as they play. One thing Louisville City can do is drop their heads. Still a lot of game left, and, and you got to play for pride. Have to finish the, the half strong and try to get one back before the end of halftime to make it a game. Ball out for a throw to Lou City on the near side. They're right in their defensive half. It'll be Manny Perez, the right back to take it. Sends it down the near sideline towards Lancaster. He's beaten to the ball there by Shane Wheat, who heads it out for another Lou City throw. It'll be Perez once again a little bit further forward than the last one. 
as he puts the ball in play down the near sideline toward midfield. Sent forward by Sacramento here, a header from Sean Tosh, and a foul against Sean Tosh as a Sacramento player hits the deck. So it'll be a free kick here to Sacramento in their attacking half. It's Kecko that drew the foul. So this free kick for Sacramento will come on the inside left, maybe 15, 20 yards past midfield, just about halfway between the midfield stripe and the defensive penalty area for Louisville City. Uh, just a little aggressive there from Sean Tosh as he comes over the back of Kecko. Trying to put his stamp on the game, Sean there. He's probably a little bit frustrated conceding the last couple of goals. Just trying to get stuck in. And Sacramento setting up this free kick here. Musha Galusa kind of standing over the ball, just trying to deter them, delay them for a moment from Louisville City. A two-man wall right now for Lou City. It'll be Oscar Jimenez and Matiti Musha Galusa, two players standing over this free kick for Sacramento. It's about 10 or 15 yards infield from the near sideline and probably 40, 45 yards from goal, but an opportunity to put the ball into the box here. Lopez, instead of playing into the box, he plays it on the ground in the middle of the field to Timmer. Now to the inside right. They clip a ball in now, and it's caught in the air by Kyle Morton, the Louisville City goalkeeper. So that little routine for Sacramento didn't quite come off. Morton quickly throws it into the, into the field of play, coming forward for Louisville City. They're into the attacking half to the far side. Here's Oscar Jimenez into the middle of the field. Tyler Gibson back into the defensive half now. They play it backward to Josh Winder and further backward to Kyle Morton, the goalkeeper. A couple of players coming forward. Offering pressure for Sacramento. Still with Lucidi, it's Sean Tosh on the near side, the right. Nearly a dangerous pass, but they able, they're able to get away with it. Here's Carlos Moguel in the middle of the field. Forward now to Jorge Gonzalez across midfield into the attack. Gonzalez in the middle looking for options. Plays it on the ground forward to Lancaster from 30 yards. He lets fly, and it's a mile over the bar and behind. Did not take a deflection. Good and, build. Yeah, did not take a deflection. It'll be a goal kick here to Sacramento. But, yeah, that was a better-looking attack for Louisville City there, George. Yeah, you know, they finally were breaking lines, got the ball into Carlos, was able to get Jorge on the ball, and you would expect Cam to hit the target from there. You can see he's antsy to get his shot off. Yeah, you certainly uh, would understand Cameron Lancaster full of confidence no matter what the distance is. We've seen him score some some goals from crazy distances in his Louisville City career. Sacramento coming forward. They play a long ball toward uh, the far side, the right. It's out of play. It'll be a throw to Louisville City. Back to Lancaster, you know, some players you might see take that shot and you ask, what are you doing? But for him, we've seen him score goals from that distance yeah. many a times. So that's certainly within his repertoire. And given that you're down 3 nothing right now, you'll take almost anything that's going toward the Sacramento goal, uh, the way this has gone for Louisville City. 32 minutes on the clock, a giveaway at the back here. Carlos Moguel gives it away. Here's Luis Felipe, right side of the box, on his right foot. A cross comes in towards Cicerone. He got a touch. And it's knocked away by Sean Tosh. And now Tyler Gibson brings it out of danger, out of the penalty area. But just a giveaway there by the youngster, Carlos Moguel, the teenager. Just an errant pass. And now Louisville City gives it back to Sacramento again as they were trying to bring the ball forward. Sacramento is all over Louisville City right now, 32 minutes into this game. And they're capitalizing on their chances. They seem to, every time they win the ball in the middle third, they have the opportunity to go forward. And they got options and runners going. We've got to stop that the giveaways and can't be given Sacramento an opportunity to play forward so easily. Sacramento, a team that obviously playing at home for the third straight week, very comfortable. Louisville City having to travel this week after a big loss last week at home. 
They just look unsettled. They don't look like they've been able to find the game yet so far. 33 minutes in. Here's a ball over the top for Sacramento. Winder coming back to defend it with Cicerone all over his back, and Winder's able to get to it first. Plays it back to Morton, the goalkeeper. Now Sean Tosh for Louisville City. Inside left, here's Jorge Gonzalez. He brings it across midfield. Now to Musha Galusa. Far side, Oscar Jimenez. Better stuff here from Louisville City. It's still to the far sideline with Gonzalez. He's tripped up and fouled. And this is going to be a fifth-third free kick for Louisville City and maybe our first booking. It was Arnold Lopez who committed the foul, one of the Sacramento players, 33 minutes and 40 seconds on the clock. And, in fact, we've got a couple of players down for Louisville City, one in the attacking half, and now in the defensive half, Josh Winder is down, and Kyle Morton is motioning to the bench to bring on the training staff. For Winder, he is holding his left leg. This is not a good-looking situation for Louisville City with 34 minutes on the clock. Yeah, you don't want to see that. He looks to be in discomfort as well. Stuart Wright, the trainer coming on for Louisville City. Getting a look at Danny Cruz on the Lou City bench. He has to be both frustrated and at this point concerned because of the injury situation here. As Winder lays down on his back receiving some treatment. So it'll be a brief pause in play. Before we get this Lucidity fifth third free kick, which will come from the far side, the left, in the Lucidity attacking half. They are probably 25 or 30 yards away from goal, just maybe a yard or two in from that far sideline. So certainly a situation where you'll see the ball whipped into the box here on a set-piece routine. Dangerous area for Lucidity. You have Cam Lancaster over the ball. We know what he can do with free kicks. And you also have Oscar, who's on the field tonight, who can deliver a set-piece with both feet. Some players off the Louisville City bench were getting ready in the event they need to come into the game. Winder has been pulled back to his feet. He's looking mostly okay, no hobble, as he walks off the field as the attention from the trainer will continue here for the moment. Of course, he's forced to come off the field after receiving treatment. And Winder jogging up and down the far sideline and a lot of nervous Louisville City eyes and nervous Louisville City fans back home in Kentucky watching this right now worrying about the young star Josh Winder, but he appears to be okay. Looking at the body language, he looks like he wants to get back on the field, so that's a good sign. Yep, the referee will allow him on in just a moment, you would expect. They're going to have the free kick now, the fifth-third free kick, 35 minutes, 45 seconds on the clock. Louisville City trailing 3 to nothing. Jimenez steps over to it. Now here comes the cross into the box over everyone's head. The header is down, cleared off the line. A second opportunity. It's knocked behind. And last touch by Louisville City. It'll be a goal kick. It looked like was that Jorge Gonzalez, I believe it was, on the end line with a diving header back across the face of goal. And then a shot came in. It was cleared off the line by a Sacramento defender. Louisville City inches away from getting something back and getting a goal in this game. Yeah, really well done by Jorge to get on the end of it and get it back across the face. Vitiello does well to keep it out of the goal. Dodged a bullet there for Sacramento. As we get a look at it now, ball came in from the left side to the back post. The header was across the face of goal. It was cleared off the line and then just scrambled away by a Sacramento defender. Yeah, I was mistaken. It wasn't Vitiello. He was beat. And Louisville City with the press here after the goal kick, trying to win the ball back in the attacking half. Still with Sacramento, and Winder has returned to the field, by the way. So he appears to be okay. Might have just been a little cramp or something not serious. Here's an opportunity for Ombi to get on the ball on the right side. He's not had 
much of a chance to see the ball so far today, and he doesn't see it here. Good defending from Sacramento as Ombi couldn't catch up to it, and it's out for a goal kick. But in fact, after Winder had rejoined play, I think Danny Cruz, Louisville City's head coach, going for a better safe than sorry approach here with Josh Winder. He's going to be pulled from the game. So Winder off and Amadou Dia on for Louisville City in the 38th minute. That substitution brought to you by Fortna. And certainly we were talking about it with Winder. I mean, look, he's a young kid, uh, potentially a move to Europe in the making, so you don't want to risk anything if you're Louisville City. You don't want to see him get seriously injured. So probably a smart move, I'd say, by Danny to take him out here. I would say that if, if he's coming off the field, it was it was more serious than we think. And like you said, it's not a player you want to risk. And also he's coming off of a tough week in some games he played with the U.S. national team. I'm sure that's taken a toll on his body. Yeah, a tough week of travel and also playing in multiple games last week. Again, he saw action against Serbia and England in that U-20 USA camp. Ball over the top for Louisville City and a foul committed by Lou City on the far side, the right. It'll be a free kick here to Sacramento, just outside of their defensive penalty area. They put it back in play now. VTL of the goalkeeper chips it to the near sideline. That's where Viader has it. Now back to Wheat along the back line for Sacramento. A back heel from Lopez looking for Ciceroni, who's dropping back. Ciceroni, though, couldn't keep it in play. It's out for a throw to Louisville City. And it'll be interesting interesting here, George, to see how Lou City lines up because they bring in Amadou Dia, replacing Winder. against center back. They're a little bit short there right now because Wes Sharpie continues to recover from an injury. Jordan Scarlett, uh, not listed as injured, but he was unavailable last week. He's on, not in the 18 this week. So they bring on a fullback, a left back, Amadou Dia, to replace a center back, Josh Winder. So it'll be inter- interesting to see how Lou City lines up here after that early substitution. Oh, my goodness, a big oh. collision. Manny Perez is toppled over. He went somersaulting into the air. He's okay, but this is going to be a foul and our first booking of the game. A World of Beer yellow card shown to Demia Viader of Sacramento. That was a late, late challenge, and Manny Perez was sent flying. Yeah, pretty brash tackle there from Viader. And, and Manny tries to get out of the way and ends up doing a, a somersault. Tell me, I mean, that's so late, George. So am I... Am I crazy to think that's an argument for a red? I mean, he was a couple of feet after the ball was gone, and he he just he, he clotheslined him with his feet. Basically, he just took him out. He was late, um, but I would say there was no no malintent there. I don't think he was trying to trying to hurt him. So that's why I would say a yellow card is fair. So it is a world of beer yellow card in the 40th minute here. Five minutes to go, plus stoppage time in the first half. A first half that frankly has been all Sacramento. Three nothing is our score in favor of the Republic playing at home. Here's a foul against Louisville City. He'll give a free kick to Sacramento in their attacking half in the middle of the field, maybe 15 yards past midfield. You were talking about the shape of Louisville City. It looks like Dia is is now as a center back, uh, which isn't his natural position. Very experienced player, though, and I know he can get the job done. It'll be interesting to see how how they defend against the counterattack with Dia and Toshnow and Josh out of the game. And we did see Dia there last week in the second half against El Paso. He came on in place of Ramsey Kawazmi, the rookie from Providence. Um, here's Dia now after that free kick was resulted in a turnover for Sacramento. He plays it to Tosh across midfield to Ownby. Ownby backward to Gibson. 
Now into the middle of the field with Jorge Gonzalez. A heavy touch, but he's able to recover. Here's Gonzalez trying to dribble in. Lancaster top of the box. Back to Gonzalez. Nearly back to Lancaster. Stabbed away by Sacramento. They still have it just outside of their penalty area on the far side, the right. And now they're, they will clear it away back towards midfield where Lou City will take over. But another neat-looking attack there for Lou City, George. Just couldn't quite get the finishing product. Nice, nice little piece of play there, give and go between Lancaster and Jorge and almost got through. Fifth third free kick for Lucity after a foul against Sacramento. We've got four minutes to go plus stoppage time in this first half. Lucity plays that fifth third free kick on the ground. Back to Amadou Dia. They're in the center circle now with Tosh. Tosh touching it forward. A goal right now would do really well for Lucity. Here is Mogel making his way forward. Just couldn't quite catch up to the ball. Ombi coming forward. Ombi tripped up. No foul called yet. Ombi back to his feet trying to chase down the ball on the end line. It's out. And now they'll pull it back for a foul, I believe. Against Sacramento. So it'll be a free kick here for Louisville City, if I'm not mistaken. Or am I mistaken, George? Ombi hopped up really quick, which made me second-guess whether it was a foul or not. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a foul, in fact. We're looking at a replay now. Ombi, really not much contact. He went went diving. Not he, not calling it a dive, but he went flying to the ground. Got, prob- up, got up immediately. Probably best he did get up immediately because yeah. he, he might have been booked for simulation had he not got up. So there's no foul against Sacramento. The ball is just past the end line after that piece of play for Louisville City. It'll be a goal kick for Sacramento and another injury situation here for Lou City with three minutes to go in the first half plus stoppage time. And it's Cam Lancaster. He's down on one knee, looking like he's just trying to stretch out maybe his thigh or his legs here. Stuart Wright, the trainer, back onto the field once again for Lou City. We've already seen one injury substitution in this first half as Josh Winder was taken off, replaced by Amadou Dia. And if this is a second injury with just moments to go in the first half, this would be a very difficult spot for Danny Cruz to have to look to the bench once again. You don't want to burn two substitutions in the first half. As you said, it would put the coaching staff in a very difficult position having to take off two of your starters in the first half. I'm hoping this is just Cam trying to get a break and he's okay because we don't want to see him leave the field either. He's back to his feet, and again... Because the trainer came on, he's going to have to come off for a moment at least as he walks to the near sideline. Doesn't appear to be in terrible shape, just judging by his body language as Lancaster comes off, but we'll see if any changes are made. Again, just two minutes to go in the first half plus stoppage time. Sacramento ahead 3 to nothing over Louisville City. This has been not quite as shocking as last week given the opponent, given the quality that Sacramento has, but... This is a spot that Louisville City has not been in very often in their history, particularly on the heels of a 3 to nothing loss in their last game. Ball back in play now. Lou City battling for possession. It's back to Sacramento with Kecko. Now into the middle of the field. Rodrigo Lopez. They're in the attacking half in the Lou City defensive half. Lopez to the near side. This is Villadair. Villadair, a ball into the box. A decent one headed away by Amadou Dia at the top of the six-yard box. Now Manny Perez looking to clear it on the near side. Dribbles to the near sideline and finally does get the ball away down the near sideline. A header there from Sacramento. That was Wheat who got forward. He just tried to head it back toward the Louisville City penalty area. Now it's cleared away to the far sideline. And it'll be a Sacramento throw on the far side. The right, it's still in the Louisville City half here. Still, as we approach halftime, Sacramento wastes no time getting dangerous balls into the box. Every opportunity they can to get good service into the box, their strikers are waiting for it. And it seems like almost every time, George, that they've had a ball that they've put into the box. It's been pretty good, pretty good service, a pretty good ball almost every time. 
And uh, those good balls have resulted in three goals so far and a couple of other chances that could have been goals as well. Ball all the way back to v- uh, Vitiello, the goalkeeper for Sacramento. He's just at the top of the D of his penalty area. He sends it long down the middle of the field. Rodrigo Lopez was making a run forward, headed away by Tosh of Louisville City. It's back to Sacramento now with Wheat on the near sideline. Now Villadere in the middle of the field. He's hustled off the ball. Tosh coming forward. Tosh tripped up from behind, and Tosh fouled. Rodrigo Lopez, the captain for Sacramento, committed that foul. It'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City as we have moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referee has added a minimum of five minutes to this first half. So five minutes to go before the halftime break for Louisville City, and they've got a fifth-third free kick here. In their attacking half on the inside right, it'll be Carlos Mogel to take it. You might just send this toward the box, George. What do you think? Yeah, I would uh, expect him to get this ball into the box, especially being so late in the half. Probably a tactical foul there from Rodrigo Lopez. Here's the ball from Mogel into the box. Vitiello punches it away. It's in the middle of the field. A header from Lou City. Back into the box. Amadou Dia had a touch. Trying to keep it in play. Musha Galusa. Did he keep it in play? He did not. Pass the in line. A goal kick here to Sacramento. A, a decent ball in. Just couldn't knock it down and find a teammate. Yeah, too much air under it. Allowed Vitiello to come out and get it. Challenge It's tough to go up with the goalkeeper in that situation. I would like to see Lou City challenge VTL a little bit more, although there not been many shots on target for him. Yeah, I, I would think that we've got, yeah, Louisville City just one shot on target so far in this first half, two shots in total. That shot on target was the situation, the header back across the face of goal that was cleared off the line. That's the best chance Louisville City has had so far. Here they come forward with Mushigalusa on the far side. The left was it out of play this time as well. I believe it was, and it's going to be, no, it might have been an offside flag or at least a foul, regardless, against Mushigalusa. It'll be a free kick here to Sacramento. They'll play it along their back line. Nearly two minutes of the minimum of five gone by in this, in stoppage time here in the first half. Sacramento has it along the back line with Wheat. Now into the middle of the field. They've got it with Arnold Lopez. Now down the far sideline, and it's out of play. It'll be a throw to Lucidi at midfield. Oscar Jimenez will take this throw, plays it backward to Amadou Dia, again, who subbed in just about five, seven minutes ago for Josh Winder, who suffered a little injury. Now it's back to Louisville City with another throw on the far side, the left. Into the attacking half now, Lancaster does really well to step around a defender with the ball. Lancaster in the center circle, plays it now to Tosh, near midfield, still in the defensive half, but he has to turn backward and play it backward to Kyle Morton, top of his penalty area. Morton sends it long down the middle of the field. A header by, that's Wheat of Sacramento. Now in the middle of the field, to Tyler Gibson of Lou City. Forward comes Lou City. Now to the near side, Manny Perez. The pass took a deflection. It was cleared away by Sacramento. And that clearance will go long all the way into the Louisville box where it's caught by Kyle Morton. You can see Sacramento is just trying to get out of the half with the current scoreline. Lou City needs to really try to press here for the last two or three minutes of the half. Here's Mushigalusa, left side of the box, standing over the ball, dancing over the ball, and the offside flag goes up. It was a quick ball, a first-time pass from Jorge Gonzalez in the middle of the field, wide left to Mushigalusa, but he's caught offside there, and that's a frustrating one for Louisville City because that was a decent position for Mushigalusa to be in there. It'll be a free kick here to Sacramento with three and a half minutes gone out of the minimum of five in stoppage time here. You can sense a little bit of frustration from the body language as we approach halftime. 
Vitiello, the goalkeeper, will take this free kick. It's just in his penalty area. He sends it long down the middle of the field into the Louisville half. Knocked down is Rodrigo Lopez. A ball over the top. Cicerone chasing. Morton off of his line. It bounces into his arms. He rolls it to the near side. Manny Perez. Lou City looking for a late attack here to try and steal a goal before going into halftime. Again, they trail it 3 to nothing on the road at Sacramento. Here's Carlos Mogel in the attacking half. Does really well in a crowd to keep possession. Near sideline, Manny Perez driving toward the end line. A sliding challenge comes in from a Sacramento player. It's out for a Vi-Fi corner kick, our first corner of the night for Louisville City. And it comes with four minutes gone. Well done from Carlos Mogel there to get that ball in behind Manny's. You could see he has an urgency to get forward, but the relentlessness in defending from Sacramento right now, it's been that way all have, which is probably why it's been difficult for Lou City to create chances. Five-five corner from the near side, an in-swinger off the left foot of Jimenez, sends it to the near post, knocked away by the first defender high into the air to the near sideline, a throw to Lou City, in from Jimenez to Perez here for Lou City, tries to turn it back into the middle of the field, a heavy touch, he gives it away, he slides in to try and retain possession, does a great job and is able to win the ball back for his team. Louisville City has possession on the far side, and <laughs> it, uh, it's still with Lou City. Here we go with Manny Perez on the near side. Just the final moments of this first half. Musha Galusa on the near sideline now after that corner kick. Plays the ball into the box. Lancaster a touch, couldn't control it. It's back to Sacramento, and then the referee does finally blow the whistle to end the first half. It was a very difficult first half for Louisville City. Three goals for Sacramento, all three within the first 30 minutes of the game. Louisville City had a couple of decent chances, but they were certainly second best in that first half. We go to halftime. Again, the score, Sacramento Republic 3, Louisville City nothing. Plenty to discuss during the halftime break. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN Louisville. That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football. He loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs. He puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt. Neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. This is Danny Cruz, head coach of your Louisville City FC. Keep it tuned to ESPN 680 and 105.7 all year for your coverage of our 2023 season.
It's the Louisville City FC Halftime Report right here on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back. Louisville City on the road in Sacramento tonight. It is halftime at Heart Health Park. Louisville City trails it 3 to nothing to the Sacramento Republic. This halftime report is presented to you by Breeze Airways. Nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breeze way. Jeff Milby and George Davis IV here filling in for us tonight, former Louisville City midfielder. And, George, uh, look, it, it was just a very difficult first half to swallow if you're a Louisville City fan, if you're somebody that watches this team. On the heels of a 3 to nothing loss last week to El Paso, frankly, they were outplayed in that first half by Sacramento on the road. It's easier said than done to go to Sacramento and put up a good performance. But uh, Sacramento was really dominant for most of that first half. They continued to create chance after chance after chance. They were confident every time the ball went out of play. They were getting it back into play immediately. Uh, Louisville City looking for some answers here. Yeah, it was it was a tough half to watch for Louisville City fans. When you talk about dominance, you know you know Sacramento didn't have all of the possession, but where they were dominant was creating chances. Uh, and as we said, they were they were very direct early on. It paid off for them with the early goal, and it just allowed them to continue to build confidence. Uh, one thing you can't allow this group to do, an experienced group like Sacramento, is build on their confidence. And, and when they got one, you could see the hunger and determination to go get another. Sacramento scored just five minutes into the game. Luis Felipe with the opening goal. They struck again 20 minutes later with Gurr, who put it away on a, on a difficult play for Louisville City when Sean Tosh and Kyle Morton just came together. Neither was able to get to the ball, and it was an easy tap-in for Gurr. And then just four minutes after that, Russell Cicerone scored against Louisville City once again on a good delivery from Kecko from the right side. And 28 minutes into the game, Louisville City trailed 3 to nothing. The halftime stats, as you would expect given the scoreline, favor Sacramento significantly. Though Louisville City has had more of the possession, but possession not always a statistic that can really tell the story of the game. Louisville City with 54% of the ball in the first half, but they were able to generate just two shots from that possession. Only one of those shots was on target. That was a ball that was cleared off the line. And then Sacramento, conversely, six shots for them. Four of those shots were on target. Uh, you, you know, the numbers don't always tell the tale, George. Just the eye test in that first half, uh, Sacramento went and grabbed the game from the start, and they never really let go of it. Yeah, they, they knew what the – seems they know what they're trying to do, right? You know, they, they're sitting, they're compact defensively, and their front players and are playing really high, and they're looking to counter quickly. It's interesting to see Cicerone's danger. He's been dangerous on both sides, his ability to get in behind. And then you had players like Rodrigo Lopez and Keko underneath who can provide service who can get the ball in behind, find passes, and they're really making it difficult. Maybe not a lot of touches in the final third, but enough to create very dangerous chances. So again, the score at halftime here, Sacramento in front 3 to nothing over Louisville City. Let's take our time out here. When we come back, for a few moments anyway, let's change gears a little bit. Let's talk about the U.S. Open Cup, because that's coming up for Louisville City this week after this game, which of course the second half is still to come in. Uh, but when we come back, we'll talk about the U.S. Open Cup. Lou City's going to return home midweek and have a really interesting contest. We'll tell you about it when we return. Again, the halftime score, 3 to nothing in favor of Sacramento over Louisville here on ESPN Louisville. 
Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. Welcome back. It is halftime in Sacramento, Louisville City on the road, and they trail it three to nothing. If they were able to come back in this game and win it, you can go to Wendy's tomorrow and get a free small frosty after every Louisville City win. The day after a Louisville City win, you can head to any participating local Wendy's location to get a free small frosty. The offer is valid again the day after a win, and you can just show the Louisville City social media post following a win, and you can get a free small, small frosty from any participating local Wendy's. Uh, let's change gears just a minute here, George, as we continue with halftime. Louisville City is going to return home after this trip out to Sacramento to start the U.S. Open Cup. They're going to face Lexington, a new team coming into USL League One, which is the league below Louisville City's league, the USL Championship. Lexington SC. Uh, they have played a game already this season. But what's really cool about this, For first of all, it's the, I think I can say this confidently, it's the first time two professional teams from Kentucky will face one another. Uh, that's just a really neat thing to see the game continuing to grow in new places. Obviously, you have a connection to Lexington as well, having played at UK, and we know what kind of a rivalry Louisville against Lexington looks like. It's a little different this time because it's on the soccer field, but it's a really exciting opportunity for, for Louisville City fans to come out and see a cool event. Yeah, I think it's a really cool opportunity. Um, I was really excited to hear when Lexington was, was getting a professional soccer team. Uh, when you see the the buildup and, and the excitement that has been behind Louisville City FC here in Louisville and to see that that same type of excitement and enthusiasm uh, can, be, you know, can be in Lexington as well is exciting. Uh, the U.S. Open Cup is is one of those tournaments with a lot of history. Uh, you talk about Sacramento Republic. They played in the final last year. Um, it's a tournament I always enjoyed playing in. Uh, you know, the teams from the lower leagues get an opportunity. So even for Lexington looking up to, to Louisville City is kind of like the big brother in the Open Cup. You know, we have that same feeling uh, in previous years when you have the opportunity to go and play against MLS clubs. So, it's really a, a holistic soccer experience, the U.S. Open Cup, and I hope uh, fans and communities and, and Kentucky can really get behind this Lexington and Louisville City game. 
Game coming up on Wednesday night at Lynn Family Stadium in Louisville. Tickets available. Go to lucity.com slash tickets. Or on the phone, you can call 502-LU-CITY. Again, Wednesday night for that game. And then following that this week, upcoming weekend, Lucity also at home back in league play against Detroit. Both of those games, tickets available. 502-LU-CITY or lucity.com slash tickets. And, George, let's give a shout to Racing Louisville. They had a game this afternoon, a 2-2 tie against the Washington Spirit. But it's one that feels like a win because they were down 2 to nothing at halftime. They were able to come from behind and score two goals late. Uh, in the second half to pull even. And then, really, it looked like they were they were the better team in the second half. They had a chance maybe to win the game, but certainly, given that you're down 2 to nothing, you'll take a point for racing Louisville. But another display from a lot of newcomers on this team. It's been an injection of talent there for racing. Uh, Abby Ersig and Ari Borges, two newcomers to the team, score the two goals. Um, I, I would say a good performance for them, given the circumstances. What do you say about today's game for racing? I would say absolutely a good performance, especially when you look at the matter in which they earned the point. Uh, going 2-0 down, an unbelievable strike from Ari Borges uh, to tie it up. Um, I thought we could, the, the racing ladies could have got a winner uh, the way they were pressing towards the end of the game. But all in all, it's nice to see the new talent that you speak of. You can tell that the group is playing with confidence. You can tell the group is together, uh, and it looks like it's going to be a pretty good year for racing. Yeah, getting that Ari Borges goal, uh, go find it on social media. Go find it on YouTube. It was a spectacular goal. Uh, first time with her left foot racing Louisville they're gonna hit the road for a couple of games out on the west coast themselves just like Louisville City they'll play Angel City out in LA on April 15th that's next weekend they'll remain on the west coast for a week they'll play at Portland on April 22nd your next opportunity to see racing Louisville at home at Lynn Family Stadium April 29th Uh, even a few weeks from now at the end of the month it's a long road swing for them they'll face OL Rain at Lynn Family Stadium racingluefc.com Slash tickets is the place to go to get your seats for that one, or you can call 502-LU-CITY. So that's some opportunities to look forward to for both Racing Louisville and Louisville City. You can also look forward to the second half. It's coming your way after this final break. The halftime score, Sacramento 3, Louisville City nothing. The boys in purple with a lot of work to do in the second half if they're going to try and get a point on the road. Our final break here when we return the second half here on ESPN Louisville. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Urban NBA. This September in Louisville, Kentucky, with Bruno Mars. The Killers. Black Keys. Brandy Carlisle. Plus Duran Duran, Billy Strings, the Black Crows, the Avid Brothers, Blondie, and so many more. Bourbon and Beyond, September 14th through 17th in Louisville, Kentucky. All passes on sale now at bourbonandbeyond.com. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
Welcome back. Second half, just moments away out at Heart Health Park in Sacramento, California. The hosts, the Sacramento Republic, leading Louisville City three goals to none at the halftime break. And again, that halftime report was presented to you by Breeze Airways. Nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breeze way. Jeff Milby and George Davis IV hanging out with you here on a Saturday night, late into the night in Louisville at 11, 11 p.m. right now. Uh, George, I'd have to think that that Louisville City locker room was a frustrated locker room. Um, what do you what do you suspect the message was from Louisville City's head coach, Danny Cruz, to his team given that 3 to nothing first half? Well, I'd imagine it probably wasn't very tec- tactical uh, in terms of his <laughs> messaging. Um, I'm sure he went in there and was was pretty disappointed with the mentality and, and the response from the group. But I would imagine he wants the guys to come out, play with heart, play with passion, and, and play with some pride. Uh, I know that there's still belief that the boys can win the game, uh, and I hope the, the 11 that are on the field believe that too. A couple of substitutions as we are underway in the second half. Lou City will... We'll switch sides. They'll attack from right to left now in the second half, attacking the end with the big section of fans at Heart Health Park out in California. But two switches that I spotted for Danny Cruz at halftime and one switch as well for Sacramento. Let's talk about Louisville City first. Wilson Harris has checked into the game, replacing Cameron Lancaster at the top of the formation. And then Ray Serrano has also come into the game. He replaces Enoch Matiti Mushagalusa. Those two substitutions brought to you by Fortna. There's also a Sacramento substitution, which we will bring you the details of in just a moment when I can find them. But let's talk about those switches here for Louisville City, 43 seconds into the second half, George. Ray Serrano comes on his first action of the season after battling injury through the first three games. Same situation for Wilson Harris. Those two players haven't played yet for Louisville City this year. Good to see them healthy. Good to see them back out on the field. And Danny Cruz is looking to them to make a little bit of a change here for the team. Yeah, I would I would hope these guys come on to make a difference. It's two young players that had a massive impact in the team last year uh, that went all the way to the USL Championship. So uh, big expectations for these two players from the group, uh, and I'm sure they have a high expectation for themselves. I know both players picked up unlucky injuries uh, right at the end of preseason, but I know they've been itching to get on the field, and let's see let's see what they're able to bring. Wilson Harris, the leading goal scorer last year for Louisville City. 15 goals in league play and a couple in the U.S. Open Cup as well. He had a chance there to chase the ball down, but it's out of play. Last touch by him. It'll be a goal kick here to Sacramento Republic with 46 seconds or 46 minutes and 45 seconds on the clock. Their substitution at halftime. Uh, Viader, the player who was shown a yellow card in that first half, is taken off. He is replaced by Alder Sanchez, a 19-year-old USL Academy product. He came up with the Portland Timbers system, played with the Timbers 2 back in 2019, then went to college at North Carolina. This is his second season as a pro, his first in Sacramento, and his third game of the year. He's played just five minutes, though, to this point in the season. So Alder Sanchez, a youngster from Vancouver, Washington, coming into the game for Sacramento, replacing Via Dare. That substitution also brought to you by Fortna. Here comes Lou City with fresh faces in the attack. They give it to Ray Serrano. He's on the right side of the box in the attacking half. Out wide right, Manny Perez whips in across. Or is that uh, Oscar Jimenez? Maybe they know that is Manny Perez. Shot comes through here from Tyler Gibson. Just scuffed it with his left, it looked like. Didn't make clean contact. 
and it's well wide, a little roller that goes well wide of the goal. It's out for a goal kick here to Sacramento. But Louisville City able to get the ball wide right, whipped in across. It was knocked back to Gibson. He tried to hit it first time, just didn't make clean contact, George. Yeah, you can see Manny trying to get forward right away, uh, get balls into the box. Sanchez, who's come on for Sacramento, young player. I think he's playing left back, so it would be interesting, and I hope that, that Manny Perez and Brian Obi can get at him a little bit in the second half. Three minutes gone by in the second half. Again, three to nothing is the score. If you're just joining us here on ESPN Louisville, it's a goal kick from Sacramento sent into the attacking half for them, where it's won by Louisville City. Jorge Gonzalez coming forward. A collision and a foul against Gonzalez. We'll give a free kick here to Sacramento, just to the right of the center circle at the midfield line. And Timmer, the player who came over from Indy 11 in the offseason. In his first season in Sacramento, he was the player that drew the foul. It's a free kick to Sacramento uh, that they will take in just a moment. You see Timmer's in no rush to get up. I would imagine that every time a Sacramento player hits the floor in this half, it's going to take him a little bit to get up. Yeah, again, Sacramento at home in comfortable in a comfortable environment and with a 3 to nothing lead, you can bet that they'll take their time in the second half. A chance here for Sacramento and a good save by Kyle Morton. The shot was hit right at him by Russell Ciceroni. And once again, George, the ball out wide. Good service into the box from Sacramento. Kecko once again with the ball in. A header there from Amadou Dia, but he couldn't make contact with the ball. Ciceroni with a defender on his back got the shot away. Here's another chance for Sacramento. Kecko, a ball across. It's deflected. Now Gurr Back to Keck on the near side. He goes down to the ground. Dia with a sliding challenge to knock the ball away. It's out for a throw to Louisville City on the near side, the left. A couple of chances there for Sacramento back-to-back. You can see Keko's quality again. Him and Luis Felipe combining, giving goals on the right side. Service again. All three goals from the first half came from service, and here they go again. And after the throw, a troubling throw for Louisville City, they give it right back to Sacramento. Here's Jack Gurr, the right back, stands on the near sideline in the attacking half. Back to Timmer, who's okay. Timmer gives it away, intercepted by Wilson Harris. A chance for Lou City to run. Harris down the middle, gives it up to Ray Serrano. Coming forward on the inside right, he's just outside of the box at the top of it, on his left foot, clips it in towards Brian Ombi, and a good defensive diving header there by a defender for Sacramento, sends it back to the goalkeeper, VTLO and Louisville City's break is thwarted there, but a good opportunity to get forward in a hurry for Wilson Harris and Ray Serrano. Very impressive from Sacramento team to get back behind the ball. Seemed as if the enthusiasm for Sacramento to defend was more than that of Louisville City to get forward. And they've been very impressive. I mean, anytime Louisville City has had a chance to break, a chance to get forward, uh, Sacramento has been cool, calm, and collected at the back, it seems, so far today. This Again, a veteran team, a team that has won a lot of games, had a lot of success, and that's that's really on display here tonight, George. Yeah, they don't commit a whole lot of numbers forward, uh, so it allows them to defend well when they do get broke. Uh, But the players that they do have going forward have proved to be dangerous. Foul here against, I believe, Sacramento. Oscar Jimenez for Louisville City took the worst of that collision. He's down on the ground as Jack Gurr tries to help him up. It was Gurr and Jimenez who went up for a ball in the air. Those two collided in the air. Gurr was trying to claim for a handball after it went off the elbow of Jimenez of Louisville, but it's a foul against Gurr. It'll be a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City in their attacking half. It's Tyler Gibson who takes it. Go ahead, George. Gurr tried to be clever there. He didn't really attempt for the ball, but then tried to claim it was his throw. Louisville City with the ball on the far side, the right. Ball over the top. Here's Serrano giving chase. Serrano on the inline towards the penalty spot. It's knocked behind by Sacramento. 
It'll be a Vi-Fi corner kick here for Louisville City. Connor Donovan doing the job defensively for Sacramento. But once again, more promising there from Louisville City. Another chance created behind the left back, the young guy. Let's get, let's keep getting Manny forward and see if we can get some quality service into the box. I think that's a really good eye by you to point that out, to see the young kid come into the game. That's an opportunity for Louisville City to attack that side of the field, and they've done it so far. The Wi-Fi corner off the left foot of Oscar Jimenez, an in-swinger, high into the air towards the penalty spot, knocked down by a Sacramento defender. Ray Serrano keeps it alive for Lou City. Tyler Gibson, high into the air towards the box. Uh, the player he was looking for, Wilson Harris, slipped down, and it's easy defensive work for Sacramento. Their goalkeeper, VTLO, picks it up, punts it immediately into the attacking half, headed down by Tyler Gibson of Louisville, and out to Sacramento for a throw on the near side there right in their defensive half. Harris has come on with a lot of energy. He likes to press. He likes to, to get around the box. So the more service we can get, the more we can get the ball around his foot, uh, he'll be eager to create chances and get a goal. Looks like there's going to be a foul here against Louisville City. Gurr, the right back for Sacramento, is down on the ground, but he's back to his feet now after recovering for a moment. It was just a ball through. Wilson Harris was chasing it down, but play was stopped, and it's going to be a free kick to Sacramento. In their defensive half on the near side, near the near sideline. And the managing of the game already from Sacramento. Yeah, taking their time to put the ball back in play. They send it long, and I believe an offside flag went up or a foul, regardless, against Sacramento. Gives a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City, but Louisville City can't do anything with it. Trying to knock the ball around the back, and they send it out of play. It's a throw to Sacramento, and once again, Gurr just taking a little time to walk over and get the ball. 53 minutes and 30 seconds on the clock. 3 to nothing is our score in favor of of Sacramento. Here's Arnold Lopez in a crowd of white jerseys. It's out for a throw now to Louisville City on the near side. Louisville's left just a couple of yards in, in the attacking half past midfield. Jimenez plays it backward to Amadou Dia. Got to keep the tempo high for Louisville City, even rotating the ball around the back. It's the only way we're going to be able to break down Sacramento and create chances. Amadou Dia plays a long ball down the near sideline for Brian Ombi to chase. Ombi now on the left after switching sides at halftime with Ray Serrano, the youngster from Washington, coming on for Louisville City, the second-year player with the club. He'll play on the right side in the second half, so balls down the left will be Ownby's opportunities, but it's out of play off of him, a throw to Sacramento. They get it in field, clip it toward the center circle. Kecko comes down with it, shows his quality once again, dribbling between a couple of Louisville City defenders, switches fields to the far side. Here comes Sacramento, and they'll settle it down once again, just knock the ball around. Arnold Lopez with it deep in uh, deep in the formation, rather, in the defensive half for Sacramento. Louisville City trying to press. Ball back to the goalkeeper, Yellow. Wilson Harris coming in on him. He sends it high into the air towards midfield. It'll bounce towards the center circle. That's where Carlos Mogel will settle it for Louisville City. Plays it back to Manny Perez. He turns forward. Back to Mogel inside right. Now Gibson. Now Tosh along the back line as Louisville City settles the ball down and generates some possession. Wilson Harris dropping very deep for a touch. Mogel, now Amadou Dia, playing as the left center back. Amadou Dia tonight, coming in in the first half to replace Josh Winder. Now Oscar Jimenez at left back, tries to play it forward. Harris trying to knock it down to the near side to own B. It's intercepted by Sacramento. Here they come with Lopez. Back with him now on the left side of the box to the far sideline. Here's the, the newcomer, Alder Sanchez, the youngster playing as the left back now. And now Connor Donovan for Sacramento along their back line. Timmer on the near side, the right. 55 minutes and 30 seconds on the clock. 
Timmer playing the ball forward. It's intercepted by Lou City. Maybe a chance for Louisville. Here comes Serrano in the middle of the field. Near side, Ombi. They're in the attacking half. Ombi cuts it onto his right foot. Dribbling infield. In the middle of the field now, Ombi swings it to the far right side. Manny Perez now in some space. Thinking about a cross. Two defenders over there for company. Perez dribbling with the ball against Sanchez. Gets the ball away to Mogel. It's knocked away by a defender for Sacramento. Picked up by Gibson on the far side, the right. He'll settle it backward. Here's Sean Tosh. Well into the attacking half for Tosh. Ball on the ground in the middle. Here is Ray Serrano, 35 yards from goal. Clips it over the top, and it's just past the outstretched leg of Carlos Mogel Jr. He smashes it into the advertising board out of frustration. It'll be a goal kick here to Sacramento. Another better-looking attack for Louisville City. Just couldn't get that final ball, George. It's the final ball. You can see Ray Serrano now has picked the ball up twice in between lines right in front of the back four of Sacramento. And we were talking about the wingers early and the difference between Ombi and players like Mushigalusa. Ray Serrano brings something a little bit different. He's very clever, identifies really good spaces, and he's, he has the capability of playing inside. So I'm glad to see him finding those spaces, and hopefully he can create some more chances centrally. Well, as we await the goal kick, we've got another booking here. The goalkeeper for Sacramento, Danny Vitiello, was jumping up and down, waving his arms around out of frustration with something. I'm not sure what, but the referee has booked him. A World of Beer yellow card shown to the goalkeeper, Danny Vitiello, for that big argument, and he finally puts the ball back in play. What did you see, George? It seemed as if he was time-wasting, but he didn't feel like he was time-wasting. And fair play yeah. to the referee for recognizing that early in the half, only the 58th minute, and he's already booked the goalkeeper for time-wasting, so he's kind of cut that nonsense out. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I think the referee was calling time-wasting, and Vitiello was frustrated with that call, but I think a fair one by the referee. Here comes Lucidi on the left with Brian Ombi trying to cut it back towards Oscar Jimenez, who made a run on the inside channel. Now Lucidi pressing to keep the ball, and they do. Jorge Gonzalez, but a heavy touch from him. Here's Kecko for Sacramento, and a foul against Louisville City. will give a free kick here to Sacramento, and they can clear their lines a little bit defensively as Arnold Lopez went down... Uh, and drew the foul for Sacramento. 58 minutes on the clock, 3 to nothing in favor of the host Sacramento. Louisville City has been better in the second half, George, but uh, they've been unable to generate any clear-cut chances so far. Yeah, they've been better, you know, possessing the ball, higher up the field. Uh, look like they're playing with a little bit more energy, but as we all know, this game's about scoring goals and creating chances and not doing enough of that. It's a throw to Sacramento now on the near side, the right Louisville City putting numbers forward, pressing up high to try and win the ball back in a promising position, as they so very often do. But down 3 to nothing, they really need to throw reckless abandon at this game right now to try and get something back for themselves with 31 minutes and change to go, plus stoppage time, just over a half hour remaining in the game. Sacramento breaks a little pressure, gets into the attacking half. Here's Luis Felipe back along the back line. It's Connor Donovan in the middle of the back line. He tries to switch it down to the near sideline to Gurr. He heads it infield. Amadou Dia there for Louisville City. Clips it forward. Stays in play. Jorge Gonzalez, well done over his head to keep it alive. Oscar Jimenez coming forward. And a foul will go against Sacramento. Back in the defensive half for Louisville City. It was drawn by Jorge Gonzalez. So a fifth-third free kick here for Lou City in their defensive half on the inside left near midfield. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what type of changes Coach Cruz uh, decides to make as we approach the 60th minute. He's uh, is, is already had some injuries in this half and already made uh, a few changes, so hopefully the, the few players that are left to come on the field are ready to make an impact. Yeah, for Louisville City, again, the options are a little bit limited as they have the ball 
along their back line. They're trying to bring it up the middle with Oscar Jimenez as he plays a long ball over the top. It's going to stay with Lou City. They've got it with Manny Perez into Jorge Gonzalez. He winds up and has a drive, and it's well over the bar into the stands. Just an opportunity there for Louisville City. They got it wide right, cut it back into the middle. Gonzalez had the ball just outside of the box and had a look. Might it Was it deflected? I think it was deflected as we get a look at the replay here. Gonzalez, and I believe it was. Nice to see that. He had the goal on his mind. Nice first touch, and he was ready to strike it. Good strike. Player that looks very confident despite limited action. He came in last week, had 40 minutes off the bench in the second half, was named man of the match, had a really unfortunate spot where he couldn't score last week, and that's his first real look there. Here's a Wi-Fi corner for Lou City into the near post towards Manny Perez, headed away by Sacramento. It'll be out for a Louisville City throw, or no, it's another corner, another Wi-Fi corner from the far side, the Louisville City right once again, and now Oscar will change his approach, and uses right foot. He plays it on the ground to the top of the D towards Brian Ombi. Ombi has hesitated, and now Sacramento is breaking free on the run. Here comes Lopez for Sacramento. One-on-one with the last man, Tyler Gibson, for Louisville City. Now to Gurr. Gurr plays it towards the penalty spot, and it's cleared away by Lou City. That was Amadou Dia tracking back, and it's out behind. It'll be a, a corner kick here for Sacramento, but the Republic there nearly opening up Louisville City on the break. They were just one pass away from having a chance here. You never want to give up a counterattack off of your own corner kick, and that seems to be what had happened there. Uh, well done from the Louisville City defenders to recover and clear it out, but now when you have to run 80, 90 yards to recover, it's never fun. And as often as we pointed it out in the first half, we were calling it confidence for Sacramento. There was certainly more urgency that they had in the first half. Every ball out, they were trying to get it back in play to restart play quickly. Now they're taking their time. In the second half, as you can understand, Lopez just now placing the ball and putting it in from the corner. It's headed away by a Louisville City player at the top of the six-yard box. Comes out to Gurr. He has a shot from 30 yards. It's blocked on its way through and maybe a chance for Lou City to break with Ombi. He's chasing the ball. It's knocked off of his feet by a Sacramento player. It's out past the far sideline. A throw to Lou City in the attacking half just past midfield. Again, on the far side, their right. It was the young player, Sanchez, who was tracking back and just beat Ombi to that ball. You mentioned the style of play from Sacramento. They've definitely tried to take the wind out of the game and try to slow down the tempo of the game to, to keep this lead, and they've done a good job at it. Here comes Lucidity in the attack. Middle of the field, Brian Ombi just at the top of the box. Now to the right side, Carlos Mogel. He puts in a ball in. Uh, the player that made the run for Lucidity goes down. No foul called. And now the referee will pause play because of a head injury. It's Jorge Gonzalez, but he appears to be okay. He's quickly back to his feet. You certainly like to see that from the referee, given head injuries and the conversations around concussions. And he is going to make sure the trainer does come out here. Gonzalez was waving him off, saying saying he's okay. But the referee stopped play with the ball in play, so Jorge's going to have to get some treatment here. Look, I mean, you, yeah. you like to see the you know head injuries are so serious. You, you like to see the referee stop play there, but I think Jorge's okay. Yeah, I mean, you can't fault the referee. You can't fault the trainers for, for showing it attention. But you could tell from Jorge's reaction that he didn't want to come off the field and he was, he was good to go. So the referee, having stopped play with the ball in play, will just drop the ball here. and Seemed to be a no-contact situation. It looked like he slipped and yep. maybe it hit his head on the ground. And again, as soon as the ball, as soon as the referee blew his whistle, Jorge sprung up to his feet, just kind of rubbing the back of his head. So drop ball, Louisville City will play it with Mogel back to the back line to Sean Tosh as Gonzalez for Louisville comes back onto the field. He is okay. 
Here comes Lou City in the attack with Manny Perez down the right side. Cuts backward. Plays it there to Sean Tosh. Tosh into the center circle to Amadou Dia as they try and switch fields now. Into the middle, Gibson. Back to Dia under a little bit of pressure as Sacramento comes out of their defensive shell for the moment. Long ball. Header from Ownby. Back towards Gonzalez. And I believe the flag up against Brian Ownby there. It was indeed an offside call. Goes against Louisville City. And it's a free kick here to Sacramento. We're in the 65th minute. 3 to nothing is our score. Sacramento led 28 minutes in by that score. And it has remained that way ever since. Yeah, those can get frustrating sometimes. It's almost a cheap way to, to give possession back to Sacramento and allow them more time to waste. Uh, not a bad ball from Dia. Would hope Brian could see the line and try to stay on sides there. This free kick coming just at the top of the Sacramento D of their penalty area. VTL, the goalkeeper, sends it long into the attacking half for them. Now with Gurr, the right back on the near sideline, back to Timmer. Timmer dribbles past Wilson Harris, who's applying pressure for Louisville City. Now to Connor Donovan along the back line. And now Sanchez, the young player who checked in. Into the middle to Lopez. Now to the far sideline for Sacramento. They're doing really well to break the press for Lou City. A ball through to Ciceroni, but Ciceroni was offside. Really good build-up from Sacramento, breaking lines, playing around the corner. Even better from the back line of Louisville City to keep a nice high, tight line. So the offside flag gives a fifth-third free kick to Lou City. They've got it with Amadou Dia along their back line in their defensive half. Dia clips the ball forward down the middle. Harris, a good touch to hold it up. It's ping-ponging around, takes a deflection, and the referee's going to stop play, I believe here, George, because it went off of him. Is that what he's saying, the referee? That is correct. It hit the referee, so he can't allow a team to have an advantage when it comes off of him. That's one of those rules that's changed in the last couple of years, right? The referee used to be considered part of the ground, right? Exactly, yeah. I'm sure the referee has a few assists from a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. But these days, if the ball hits the referee uh, and changes direction or changes possession, it's going to be blown dead, and it's a drop ball. All the way back to VTL of the Sacramento goalkeeper with the ball back in play now. He plays it long to the near sideline. Another collision between Gurr and Oscar Jimenez. This time, Gurr sent flying for Sacramento, and it's out of play. Looks like it's going to be a throw to Sacramento, and Gurr comes up talking. Oh, yeah, you can see they're getting into it, those two, uh, Jimenez and Gurr. They've been a good battle all, all half, all game, and, and you can see the, the, the intention building. And, in fact, it was a foul against Oscar Jimenez. So a free kick here to Sacramento. 66 minutes on the clock, 3 to nothing. our score. Lou City very much up against it. They've looked better in the second half, but have not really had a clear-cut chance to try and cut back into the game. Here's Kecko on the right side for Sacramento. Whips the ball into the back post. The only person there is Manny Perez. A heavy touch as he brings it down, is able to recover and clear it away. It'll stay with Sacramento. They got it on the far side, just to the left side of the box. Dribbling in field. Here comes a shot from Lopez, and it's parried aside by Kyle Morton. A well-driven shot there, I believe, from Ricardo Lopez. It was at the near post. Indeed, it was Lopez who had the shot, and Kyle Morton just had to punch it away. It was knuckling as it came to, uh, toward him, and Morton was able to make the stop. Yeah, I mentioned Rodrigo's service. He got one from outside the box. He would never hesitate to let one go, and he almost caught Kyle there. Yeah, Rodrigo Lopez there with the shot for Sacramento. It's going to be a corner kick to the Republic from the far side. Their left, it'll be an in-swinger off the right foot of the player that just took the shot. The captain, Lopez, raises his arm into the air. Louisville City needs to stay disciplined here. Here it comes towards the near post. Knocked down by, I believe, Amadou Dia of Louisville City. It's back out. Here's a shot from Ciceroni, and it just fizzes over the bar and behind. Another well-struck shot there 
And that may be Shane Wheat, in fact, for Sacramento, who had that effort, but it's over the bar and a goal kick to Lou City. But back-to-back fizzing shots from Sacramento there. Yeah, no hesitation from Sacramento to get their shots off. Seems like every time they get the ball into the attacking third, they're getting good service or a quality opportunity. Probably the reason Louisville City's down by three. And and Louisville City gives the ball back from the goal kick here to Sacramento. Gurr steps around Oscar Jimenez. Here he comes on the inside right. Puts a ball in toward the back post. It's over everyone's head. Will it stay in play? It will not. It's past the end line, a goal kick here to Louisville City. But you touched on it a little bit in the first half, talking about the limited number of chances that Sacramento has had. It's kind of been true in the second half as well. Louisville City has had all of the possession, all of the ball. But when Sacramento finally did get a bit of possession just now, a couple of moments ago, they are able to get two really good looks out of it. And that's not been the case for Louisville City. As an offside flag here goes up against Sacramento, Sacramento, it'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City. Yeah, I mean, you you hit it right on the head, right? It's it's the quality of chances as opposed to to how much of the ball. And and we talked about those players for Sacramento that are dangerous in the final third, and it's, it's showing right now. Let, go ahead, Jordan. I was just going to say that's right. You, you need your experienced players. You you want your players on the opposite end uh, who are just as capable to to, to come and kind of grab the game by the by the neck or by the horns. They say got a foul here against Sacramento. Another battle between Gurr and Oscar Jimenez. Those two have gone at it a few times. It's been a good battle down the left side uh, from Louisville City's perspective. The left side, a fifth third free kick here in the middle of the field near the center circle. Lou City plays it on the ground. They have it with Gibson. Here comes Jorge Gonzalez to the far right side. Manny Perez outside of the box. Puts his foot on top of the ball, dribbles backward. Here's Sean Tosh in the attacking half. Now far right side, Ray Serrano dribbling in. Puts in a cross towards the near post. Popped, uh, headed away by Sacramento. And then Kecko brings it down with some good physical play to hold it up. Now a long ball over the top, and Sacramento's on a break here. This is where they're dangerous. One ball, they've broken... Eight of Louisville City's players, and now another dangerous ball into the box. Here's a shot, and it's off the crossbar. Was it over the line? The follow-up is over the bar and behind, and it's going to be a goal kick to Louisville City. My goodness, another rip from Sacramento. The crossbar still rattling from that shot. The question was, was it over the line when it came down off the crossbar? As we take a look at the replay, it was Cicerone that got things started on the break, dribbling the ball in toward the penalty area. Played it on the overlap to Lopez. Kecko had a loose touch there, and then Cicerone had the shot. It did stay out off the crossbar, and then Luis Felipe with the follow-up, almost like the goal he scored to open the scoring tonight, but that time couldn't keep it down, couldn't keep it on target. Here comes Sacramento again, looking for a fourth. It's Cicerone in on goal. He lifts it over Morton, and it's number four for Sacramento. And give credit to Russell Cicerone, a fine finish. He scores for the second time tonight. And it's gone from bad to worse for Louisville City. It's 4 nothing with 19 minutes to go. Very, very good finish from Cicerone there. Great ball from Lopez who gets in behind the midfield, running at the back four, and is able to slip him in for a one-on-one with the goalkeeper. We talked about how dangerous Sacramento was going from defending to attacking. They went from their own 18 and three passes to, to hitting the ball off the crossbar, which ultimately leads to the fourth goal. Russell Cicerone, a player who is... Played seven years, all in the USL, most recently for Pittsburgh. Also played for St. Louis and Cincinnati and the Portland Timbers, too, as well, through the years. He scored now his 44th regular season goal tonight 
with two goals against Louisville City for the second straight time that he's faced them. He scored twice against Louisville City in the playoffs last year for Pittsburgh. Cicerone's goal makes it 4 to nothing. Louisville City has gone to the bench once again here. They've brought in Rasmus Tlufsen, the Danish attacker, in his first year with the team. Uh, his substitution brought to you by Fortin. I didn't see who he came on for, George. Did you notice who he's replacing uh, here? He came on for Jorge Gonzalez. So Jorge Gonzalez off to Lufsen on. That substitution brought to you by Fortin. It comes with 18 minutes to go. Ball over the top for Sacramento. Cicerone giving chase, looking for his hat trick. Can't catch up to it. Morton collects the ball, rolls it out to Sean Tosh. And at this point, George, Louisville's playing for pride here, wouldn't you say? Absolutely playing for pride. Hopefully the players can still keep a little bit of belief in the in their minds that they can go and get something and try to get something from this game. Been really impressed with Cicerone. Uh, he comes on. He's been a provider. He's been on the end of things. Uh, he's pressing the ball. Always a danger in counter and always a danger in behind. Uh, very impressive performance by him. And no surprise why he's had success at every every team he's played on. Sacramento in possession at Cicerone with the ball, but he's beaten to it by, I believe that's Manny Perez. He lets it fly from 40 yards, and it's well wide of the goal, nowhere near on target into the seats. Manny Perez just picked up the ball there after a 50-50 ball, took a touch toward goal and said, why not? You're down 4 nothing. I suppose you can understand why. Yeah, a bit ambitious there for Manny, but can't fault him for the effort. Just got to take your chances when you have them, and that was the case there. For Manny Perez, 17 minutes to go, 4 to nothing is the score in favor of Sacramento. It's now seven goals unanswered by opponents for Louisville City, dating back to last week's loss to El Paso. Uh, look, two me- a meeting of two really good teams here in terms of history in the USL as Lou City tries to win possession. They've won a throw here in their attacking half. It'll be Tlufson to take the throw on the near side, the, the left, rather, for Louisville City. Um it's it, it's a bad result right now for Louisville City, George, but it's early in the year. It's a long season to go. It's a difficult period of time for Louisville City because they're on the road once again. They've given the ball away here. Here's a chance. Lopez is in behind. Lopez on the right. Lopez takes a shot. A kick save from Morton. It ricochets around and finally falls to Manny Perez to get it away for Louisville City. But that's been maybe the biggest issue, the, the biggest uh, talking point if you're Louisville City, that whenever they've turned the ball over, they've looked pretty fragile defensively. Sacramento has been very effective going forward today. Yeah, it's been a pretty common theme for Sacramento getting forward. Um, you know, at times if they've given up possession, but knowing that they're going to be very dangerous and the space is, is being opened up when Lou City has the ball. And again, Lou City now pushing numbers forward a little bit. So when Sacramento wins the ball they had numbers there in that moment just a moment ago but Louisville City I believe Sean Tosh able to do the job by himself defensively to win the ball back we've got 15 minutes plus stoppage time to go in this game it's four nothing in favor of Sacramento here's Gibson for Louisville City now Ownby on the inside right wide right to Manny Perez they're outside of the Sacramento box Ownby now backward Tosh on the ground here's Tlufson in the middle of the field Dribbling toward the left side. He's tripped up and fouled. It'll be a fifth-third free kick for Louisville City in perhaps shooting range. It might be a little bit further than you'd like to get a shot on target, but it's about 30 yards from goal here in the dead smack middle of the field. I fancy Carlos Moguel over a dead ball, but this may be a little little far. Uh, We'll see what happens. I'm sure if Lancaster was on the field, he'd be shooting from this distance. But Moguel, uh, a player that we've seen, 
He can be a set-piece option from dead ball situations. A player that has not scored for Louisville City, aside from in a penalty shootout last year in the playoffs. The game-winning penalty shootout. Indeed it was, against Pittsburgh in the Eastern Conference semifinal. What a moment that was to remember. And Louisville City may well still have moments like that up their sleeve later on in the year. Right now looking for a bit of scant consolation. It's Mogel. He does drive it towards goal, and it did not quite have the dip on it that he was looking for. It's over the bar and behind a goal kick to Sacramento. Not his best effort, Mogel, but you know, on a positive note, it's good to see a young player like Carlos getting his opportunity uh, to not only be in the first 11, but, but have an impact on the game. And I know uh, Coach Cruz and his staff expect a lot out of him this year and are hopefully to see uh, a bright future for Mogel. Got three substitutions here for Sacramento with 13 and a half minutes to go. We'll try and keep track of them for you. One player coming on, Luther Arshamed, a 23-year-old from Guadalupe, making his third appearance of the season after coming back from international duty. Matthew LaGrossa also coming into the game, as is Zico Lewis, a Bermudan international, 27 years old. He, too, coming back from international duty. All three of those substitutions brought to you by Fortna. And it's another moment to talk about Russell Cicerone. What a night for him. Two goals against Louisville City for the second straight game in which he has played against them. Uh, The first one, well taken in the first half. And the second one, just lifted it over Kyle Morton in a one-on-one situation when he was in behind. Uh, He is a very dangerous player. He had another great game tonight, and he's a big reason why Louisville City trails this game as significantly as they do. Here's maybe a chance for Lou City. It's Carlos Mogel. Slipped as he tried to send it toward goal, and it's easily intercepted by the back line of Sacramento, and then Lewis comes up with it in the middle of the field as Sacramento comes forward. Yeah, I mean, Cicerone's going to be all over the score sheet tonight, but when you look at the three guys that came off and Lopez and Felipe and Cicerone, they were so dangerous going forward. Uh, what's really nice to see from, from that group of players is they all, you know, pose their own qualities. Uh, you look at the way Cicerone is able to stretch the back four and, and the way that Lopez is able to, to distribute and his service and his creativity in, in playing forward. Uh, Felipe obviously had some, some really good strikes tonight and uh, probably could have had more than one. And I don't have this in my notes, but my memory is coming into play right now. Were you on – did you play with Orlando in 2012? I did. So you were a teammate of Rodrigo Lopez. I was. I was a teammate of Rodrigo Lopez in 2012 and 2013 with the L.A. Blues. Oh, got it. Very, very nice. Uh, It's always always interesting to see the various connections across the league. A lot of guys that have played with each other at various stops because there is so much turnover, it seems, in the USL from year to year for many teams. So a lot of guys get action – with different guys across the league. 11 minutes to go here. Lucy City trailing 4 to nothing, trying to find something going forward as they get a throw here on the near side the left. They send it down the near sideline. Wilson Harris was chasing it, but VTL, the goalkeeper, sends it high into the air, back out of play on the near sideline, just clearing it away. Anywhere will do right now for Sacramento. They're not particularly concerned about going forward anymore. They don't really need to. They're up 4 to nothing. Yeah, back to, to Rodrigo Lopez, and you talk about the history of the USL. It's really cool to see, uh, having played so many years in the USL, to see that there is actually a deep history now in the league. Uh, there's players that have, have gone on to have success, uh, you know, as, as such as Rodrigo Lopez in, in Liga MX, for example, and has now come back to the league 
uh, to a club that, that was so good to him and a club that he won a trophy with. Uh, and you see players like this all over the league, and, and to see the quality still uh, continue to rise year over year, uh, it's a really good thing to see, and I'm excited for the growth. We got a fifth third free kick here to Louisville City after I, I believe it may have been a handball against Sacramento. It was a foul one way or the other along the back line, so it's a lucidity free kick in their defensive half. They work it along the back line. Manny Perez on the right side. He's forced backward all the way to the goalkeeper, Kyle Morton. Here's Sean Tosh on the far side, the right. Final 10 minutes of tonight's game. It's going to go down as a loss unless a miracle happens here for Louisville City as they trail it by four goals to Sacramento. It's out for a Sacramento throw on the far side, the left. Some frustration for Lou City. Ray Serrano just spiking the ball down in the ground because he was hoping the throw was to his team. It's with Sacramento on the far side as they work the ball through the pressure from Louisville. Along the back line now, Connor Donovan all the way back to the goalkeeper, VTLO. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves, George, but if you're Louisville City, what do you take from this game? I mean, still with time to go, they can maybe make a dent in this deficit, but it's not been their night to say the least. No, it's tough. It's tough in these moments, right? Because, you know, you know, part of you is saying that the game's gone. Uh, there's, there's no way we can get back into it. But, you know, the competitor and, and the spirit that I know a lot of these guys has says that we can still get something out of this game. And I know that's how the coaching staff feels. So uh, it's, it's an interesting. I'm sure players all on the field probably have very, very mixed thoughts. Um, and, and this is where, as a, as a coach and as a fan, you want to see what your players are about. Back with Sacramento now with Gar, the right back, plays it to Lewis, one of the substitutes, one-touch, two-touch stuff. It's with Kecko on the near sideline. He's been phenomenal since coming into the game. He's shown his quality several times. Gar across into the box, knocked down, and then finally cleared away by Louisville City. It's out for a throw to Sacramento on the far side, their left, still in the Louisville City half, still just outside of the Louisville City box. The young player, Sanchez, will take the throw. Looked like a really good play from Serrano to get back into the box and and prevent an, another opportunity on goal. Throw comes in. It's on the far side with Sacramento, and they give it away. Brian Ombi steps in to win the ball. Maybe a chance to break for Lou City. It's Harris in the attacking half trying to return it back to Brian Ombi with a ball off of his left foot forward, but it's too far out in front of Ombi, and it's collected by Sacramento. Here they come forward, a ball down the near sideline, a searching one, but it's well read by Amadou Dia for Louisville. And here come the white shirts for Louisville forward. Sean Tosh at midfield. Now to Manny Perez into the center circle. Tyler Gibson, he dribbles it forward with his right foot toward the right side. Leaves it off there to Perez. Here's Serrano on the far side. Now into the middle of the field, Rasmus Tlufson dribbling toward the right side. It's all on the right side right now for Lucidi in the attacking half. It's on the far side now. A good one-touch, two-touch. Manny Perez now into the middle, Carlos Mogel. His shot is blocked on its way through and then cleared away by Timmer of Sacramento. Some good combination play there on the right side. Again, Sacramento relentless, getting blocked shots, putting in last-minute tackles, uh, doing everything, even still in the 83rd minute, up 4-0 uh, to secure the shutout. Yeah, I think maybe that's been one of the most impressive things about Sacramento tonight, not just the attack, which we talked about, but every time Louisville City has a little... A little spell of play, some little one-touch, two-touch, little combinations. Uh, a Sacramento player is is there to, to block the cross or block a shot or take the sting out of a shot. Um, they, they've been impressive defensively today. I mean, Louisville City, the numbers will, will show that they didn't have very many chances in this game, but I think you have to credit Sacramento quite a bit there. 
Yeah, we talked about it, you know, before the game about Coach Briggs and how organized and, you know, his teams would be difficult to break down defensively. And even in moments of recovery, uh, moments when the ball gets into dangerous areas, uh, Sacramento has, has showed that enthusiasm to defend, and, and it's a reflection of their coach. We've got just over six minutes plus stoppage time to play. A 4 to nothing game we have for you between Louisville and Sacramento. A chance for Louisville to score. Wilson Harris is shot with the right foot. And it's over the bar and a goal kick to Sacramento. It was Ownby who just set it up to Wilson Harris toward the right side of the box. And he hit it with his right foot, tried to lift it a bit, and he lifted it too much over the bar. Yeah, it looked like he was trying to curl it, kind of get it up and down to the back post. Uh, knowing, knowing Wilson, he wants that one back. And Louisville City, again, not not getting a shot on target. Ball's out of play. It'll be a throw to the far side, the right, will have another substitution here with five and a half minutes to go. It'll be Carlos Mogel Jr. making way here for Paolo Del Piccolo, the captain for Louisville City. Mogel making just his second start, his second consecutive start this season. But uh, the youngster gives way to the veteran. That substitution Mogel off and Del Piccolo on, brought to you by Fortnite, comes in the 85th minute. A little bit surprised not to see Del Piccolo earlier, uh, just as his leadership alone sometimes can provide a lift. I uh, say sometimes, most times, will provide a lift to the group and, and a true competitor in Del Piccolo and a true leader. Uh, I was a little bit surprised not to see him, see him earlier. Del Piccolo earlier in the season, the second game of the season, in fact, against Monterey Bay, he made his 200th competitive appearance for Louisville City, the first player in team history to reach that mark. You talked about the history of the league growing as the years go by, George, and that's another case of that there. Here's a chance for Louisville City. Serrano, ball into the box, looking for Tlefson, knocked away. It'll come to Manny Perez, right side of the box. Outside of the box now, here's another cross from Serrano, and Ownby header is wide. In the end, at the back post, Ownby jumped up for it, got to it, but couldn't put his header on target. Showing some resolve, Louisville City still pushing, trying to get a goal. Back to, to Del Piccolo, you talk about the history in the league. You know, there's a few players that have played 200-plus games in the USL, but for Del Piccolo to do that with one club, it shows the, the quality of the clubs in the USL that's going up and that players want to stay at one club, and, and Louisville City has been one of those clubs that's been good to their players, and and Del Piccolo is an example of that. Yeah, it certainly shows what you would know better than anybody. It shows the the strength of the culture within the locker room at Louisville City that they have so many guys like Del Piccolo, like Niall McCabe, who have been around for years and years and years. McCabe, obviously, the only player for Louisville City to never leave the team. He's been with them since day one. Here comes Louisville City forward once again looking for some consolation. It'll fall to Del Piccolo. His shot is blocked on its way through, and it will trickle out of play past the end line. And it'll be a goal kick, or did VTL keep it in play? Regardless, it's going to be Sacramento possession here. But a chance there for Del Piccolo. Yeah, pretty good effort. You can see his eyes lit up when he got it, when he got in front of that one, but just a lot of bodies in the box. Looks like they, they said it was off his own player, I think. Yeah, Wilson, I think so. Maybe. Yeah, it had to be deflected by a Louisville City player. I thought it was deflected, blocked by a Sacramento player, but must have been someone in a white shirt that got the final touch because it's a goal kick here to Sacramento. Vitiello sends it long past midfield, a collision in the center circle, and a foul this time against Louisville City. We'll give a free kick to Sacramento here. And 
I failed to mention 10 minutes ago, I should have reminded our listeners that you could have headed to Twitter to vote on tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award. That poll is still available for you to look at, but it has closed because they've given the Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award to Amadou Dia tonight for Louisville City, a defender on a night in which Louisville City has struggled pretty much everywhere across the field. Here's a chance for Sacramento to make it five, a save from Kyle Morton, Kecko a second opportunity, and it's wide. Wow, another another giveaway, another opportunity created for Sacramento. Fortunate not to give up goal number five there. It was Luther Arshamed, one of the substitutes who came on late on. Just a bad giveaway at the back. Tosh had it, couldn't control it. Here's another chance for Sacramento. Kecko another ball across the face of goal. It fizzes through the six-yard box. No one with the finishing touch for Sacramento, but that's a seeking ball for the Republic. And Louisville City lucky not to have given up a fifth here in the last couple of minutes. Here's another ball over the top for Sacramento. It's Kecko in behind. Kecko has a shot. It's off the crossbar. Still with Sacramento. It's Sanchez, the youngster. He drives it, and it's wide with his left foot. Goodness, Sacramento could have had six or seven goals in this game. They've rattled the crossbar again here. It was a ball just clipped over. Kecko brought it down, hit it with his right foot. It was past Morton, but lucky for him, it's off the woodwork. That's two shots off of the woodwork for Kecko in the last minute. Coming off the the rebound, he, he hits the post, and then just moments later hits the crossbar off of a fantastic strike. We're in the final minute of the 90. Stoppage time yet to come. Here comes Lou City to Lufson trying to combine with Ownby. They couldn't meet up together. It's cleared away by Sacramento into the Louisville City defensive half. It's all the way back to the goalkeeper Kyle Morton now with 30 seconds plus stoppage time to play. Morton to the near side. Oscar Jimenez, he can't control it. He gives it away. Here comes Sacramento looking for five. And finally, Jimenez tracks back, but he's called for a foul, and it's going to be a penalty. Goodness, it's going to wow. be a penalty kick for Sacramento as Jack Gurr was driving forward. First, the giveaway. Let's backtrack. Jimenez gave the ball away. Gurr intercepted, was driving forward, got into the penalty area. Jimenez recovered, and then it's going to be Amadou Dia that's called for the foul. Just stuck out a left leg to try and make a play on the ball. Gurr certainly made the most of it by going down. And the referee has pointed to the spot here. And in stoppage time, it's an opportunity for Sacramento to turn this into a, from a blowout to something more like an embarrassment for Louisville City. It's going to be Kecko that's going to take the penalty here. What would you think of that call, George? Yeah, that's a tough one. That was ones we wish we had VAR to, to take a look back. It, it didn't look like much, but when you see the replay, it looks like Dia maybe, would have, maybe got the foot instead of the ball. Unlucky from, from Oscar. I know he, he wants that one back. Um, very technical player, a mistake he doesn't usually make, and does an excellent job to recover, but just a bit unlucky giving away the pin. Here's Kecko, the veteran Spaniard, in his second season in Sacramento, and he puts it past Kyle Morton. Morton dove to the right. Kecko went to Morton's left, and it is a fifth for Sacramento. One minute gone in stoppage time out of a minimum of two that have been added to the game. Stoppage time brought to you by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The foul drawn by Gurr. The penalty dispatched by Kecko. And Louisville City will go home 
in defeat tonight. A fifth goal for Sacramento coming in stoppage time. Yeah, I can't say Keiko didn't deserve one tonight. He's hit the bar maybe two or three times, and he's been very good since he's come on, providing lots of dangerous balls, lots of dangerous service. Uh, you could see his quality from the moment he came onto the pitch. And this may likely be the final action of the game as the ball has just now been put back in the center circle for the restart. Certainly no need to continue this one now. As the two minutes have gone, the referee will let them continue for the moment. Lou City coming forward, trying to find something positive to take out of this game. They've got it with Ray Serrano. He puts in a ball high into the air to the back post. It's over everyone's head, and it bounces out of play. And the referee might just be looking at his watch to end this game. I'm sure he's just waiting for the ball to come back into play for this one. Been a tough night for Louisville City. Certainly has been. It'll be Vitiello to take the goal kick. And I would suspect as soon as he connects with the ball, the referee will blow his whistle. It's high into the air, past midfield. Still we go on. A header from Tosh. Brought down now by Sacramento to Gurr on the near sideline. He just sends it long down toward the corner flag. Arshamed chasing it. Dia gets there first. Now Arshamed bringing the ball down in a crowd of white jerseys. Ownby tracking back has a touch. It's out off of Ownby, a throw to Sacramento, and we continue on. One minute past the minimum of two. Talk and about the confidence from these guys. You can see Archimed there at the end. Yeah, going for it, even up five goals. And now the referee has ended the game, blows his whistle. Danny Cruz and Mark Briggs come together to shake hands. And it is a difficult one to swallow for Louisville City. Certainly one of the worst losses that Louisville City has ever had in their history. Five to nothing is the final score in favor of the Sacramento Republic out in California. That is how it finishes. Let's step aside. We have a post-game wrap-up coming your way presented by the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. A lot to digest as Sacramento defeats Louisville Five to nothing tonight. We'll be right back with the post-game show here on ESPN Louisville. I'm an emergency medical technician. Today I arrived at the scene of a crash. I've seen enough of these to know it's a bad one. Young female driver, unconscious. I see her phone on the floor. The screen says OMW, on my way. She never hit send. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. 
It's Danny Cruz, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match show. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome in to the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show. The final score, which is brought to you by the Gorski Law Office, Sacramento 5, Louisville City nothing. It is a record defeat tonight for Louisville City. The worst loss that Louisville has ever suffered in this, the ninth season of Louisville City FC. Jeff Milby, along with former Louisville City midfielder George Davis the fourth. Uh, George, this is unprecedented. I mean, I, I just said it. It's the worst ever loss that Louisville City has had. Um, this is a team that has won every step of the way through their nine-year history. And while this is just a one regular season game, it's just one loss, it's just three points dropped in the standings ultimately, it feels uh, a little more important than that because this this is arguably one of the worst performances that Louisville City has ever put together. Take nothing away from Sacramento. They're a quality team playing at home. Uh, they remain undefeated this season. They remain in first place out in the Western Conference. Uh, but But what can you say about tonight from Louisville City? You know, as you said, we don't want to take anything away from Sacramento. Uh, they put in a great performance, but I think this is a, a real look-in-the-mirror moment for, for Louisville City in the locker room and, and the coaching staff. Um, uh, there's no doubt that they're all, you know, holding, holding, holding themselves accountable uh, and trying to wrap their heads around, you know, what's happened over the last two games. As you said, uh, the standard and the precedent has been set at the club, and, and every one of these players knows that, and the expectation is very high which makes this even more difficult, right, when the expectation is so high and you're expected to win week in, week out, uh, and then you have the, the results like you've had the last two weeks. Um, a real test of the character, a real test of resiliency. Um, I still have faith in, in this group. I still believe that, that they can come and rebound, but uh, it's going to be a tough tough week uh, preparing for the next next opponent and having to turn that around for Wednesday. So you mentioned it, the eight goals unan- or unanswered over the last two games, a three to nothing loss to El Paso at home last weekend. Now a five to nothing loss here to Sacramento. For some context, you, you brought this up during the break, and I, I've looked it up. Last year, it took until twelve games into the season for Louisville City to have given up eight goals in total, uh, not just to two opponents. Um, and it, I mean, it, it, from from top to bottom tonight. Um, it, Louisville City was just second best. Um, I mean, there, there were mistakes that you can look at. Uh, the, the goal in the first half that comes to mind, particularly the, the ball that was put in from the right side from Sacramento when Tosh and Morton came together, you know, that could go down as a mistake. But I, I, it's, it's not fair to say that Louisville City lost on mistakes tonight. They lost because they were just flat-out outplayed. I mean, look at the full-time statistics. 22 shots for Sacramento. Ten of them were on target. I, I can't remember how many times Louisville City has given up 22 shots in a game. Uh, I mean, Sacramento was just better than Louisville City from start to finish tonight. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's really hard to put into words, right? Uh, we talked about the quality of chances that Sacramento was creating throughout the match. Uh, every time they, they entered into the final third, it seemed like they were 
they were creating something. They were getting a valuable service. They were getting a, a shot on target. And then you look at the flip side, 11 shots on tar- 11 shots for Louisville City, but only one of those being on goal. Uh, and it shows the difference in, in the scoreline, but also in the quality of chances. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't like this was a game where, where Louisville City was defending the whole time. Um, still had more possession of the ball. Uh, still had the ball and opportunities to play forward. Uh, but, you know, it's a lot of times that's that's not what counts. And actually every time that's not what counts because Sacramento was very, very dangerous on the counter. And when they got their moments, they took it. Again, just looking through the full-time stats here, as George was mentioning, 11 shots for Louisville City, only one on target. That came in the first half uh, on a set piece, if you remember. The ball was headed across the face of goal and then ultimately cleared off the line by a Sacramento defender. 54% was the possession number ultimately in favor of Louisville City. They had the the possession lead the majority of the game, um, really through the whole game if my memory serves. Four corners for Louisville City, corner kicks which they won. Uh, Sacramento with three corners. Um, and then ultimately the foul total, 27 total fouls, 15 called against Louisville City, 12 called against Sacramento. Let's go through the the timeline of the game, how it went down exactly. Five minutes in, it was about four minutes and 30 seconds on the clock. Luis Felipe scored for Sacramento on a rebound effort, smashed it past Kyle Morton to open the scoring. 20 minutes later, it was the play I I alluded to a moment ago where the ball came in from the right side. Kyle Morton and Sean Tosh came together, and neither of them could find the ball. And then Gurr tapped it away for the easiest goal that he will ever score, Jack Gurr for Sacramento to make it 2-0 in the 24th minute. Four minutes later, Kecko with the service in. Russell Cicerone did really well to score to make it 3-0 inside the opening 28 minutes. And among... The goal scores. Cicerone added his second in the 71st minute on an assist from Lopez and then adding insult to injury in the first minute of stoppage time. A penalty called against Louisville City and Kecko put it away from the spot to make it 5 to nothing. We had uh, a few bookings in the game as well. Uh, Viader for Sacramento shown a world of beer yellow card. Uh, the goalkeeper, VT Yellow, shown a world of beer yellow card for Sacramento. Those were the two bookings on the day uh, to close out a look at how this game went. Again, Louisville City uh, losing it tonight by a historic score, 5 to nothing to Sacramento, the worst loss in terms of goal differential that Louisville City has ever had. Let's take a timeout. We've got one more segment to go. We'll continue to try and digest this. And we'll also discuss what's to come for Louisville City. This is the beginning of a really busy stretch. They've got the U.S. Open Cup coming in. Um, It's not going to get much easier for Louisville City going forward. So we'll look ahead when we return against the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game wrap following a 5-0 loss for Louisville City. You're listening to it here on ESPN Louisville. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. 
Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. Louisville City fans, this is Oscar Jimenez. Remember, if it's Loose City, it plays right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Final segment of tonight's broadcast. Um, a difficult one for Louisville City fans to listen to, I'm sure, as the final score, if you're just joining us. Certainly fans that have been with us don't need a reminder, but I'll, I'll give it anyway. Five to nothing was the final in favor of the Sacramento Republic in this third road game of the first four to open the season. doesn't get much easier for Louisville City in terms of the schedule coming forward because, as we mentioned at halftime, the U.S. Open Cup is coming for Louisville City. That's their next game. It's coming up on Wednesday night at Lynn Family Stadium against Lexington, the in-state rivalry. That game coming up on Wednesday night, April 5th. You can get tickets at lucity.com slash tickets. And then Detroit comes to town next weekend in league play. Uh Detroit always a prideful team. They have some of the loudest fans in the league. They're a team that plays uh, with fight, with emotion. And last year's meetings between those two uh, were were really good tests for both teams uh, when Louisville City saw Detroit last year uh, three times overall over the course of the season between league play and the U.S. Open Cup. George Davis is here with us uh, on the postgame wrap-up. I'm Jeff Milby. Uh, George... Uh, Back-to-back performances in which Louisville City leaves you uh, really shocked uh, at how they played, given given the standards of this team, given the way that they perform down the years. Um, what do you do going forward if you're Louisville City? How do you respond to to eight nothing, eight goals unanswered between El Paso and Sacramento? Uh, if you're a player in the locker room, what do you do? If you're Danny Cruz, what do you do? How does how does the team rebound from this? Uh, on a quick turnaround, they have to travel back from California uh, to play a game on Wednesday. Yeah, uh, obviously it's not going to be easy for the group, uh, players or coaching staff. Um, in my opinion, the first thing the, the group has to do is to manage their emotions. Uh, you know, we always talk about manage our, managing our emotions when we're high, right? You know, we've had a lot of success. We've gone, you know, 15, 20 games without being beaten. And how do you approach each game? I think it's the same type of process uh, on the other side, right, where the Lou City's in a bad way and it's not been two good performances, but uh, they can't throw in the towel uh, and they still have to believe. Uh, so trust the process. Uh, come and, and make sure you're reflecting, you're honest with yourself, um, and, and you're able to have some tough conversations. Uh, you know, the coaching staff is, is definitely going to have to hold players accountable. 
uh, going to have to, as, as I, I like to say, make things a little bit harder. Uh, you know, and, and success doesn't come easy. So uh, there's no doubt in my mind this group will respond. Uh, there's too many good players, too many experienced players in that locker room uh, to allow a few bad matches to 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 make one to make the season go uh, go astray. So uh, I know I know Coach Cruz is is gonna he wears his heart on his sleeve and and he's one of the hardest working coaches I've ever been around. So there's no doubt that he'll get back to work. He'll be in the office uh, bright and early, uh, trying to to make things right. Again, the next opportunity for Louisville City coming up on Wednesday night. That is a 7 o'clock kickoff at Lynn Family Stadium in the U.S. Open Cup. Lou City's debut in that tournament this year against Sporting Club Lexington. Or Lexington Sporting Club, I think, is Lexington SC. Lexington Sporting Club is their full name. The first in-state battle between two professional soccer teams for the first time ever in Kentucky history. That'll be a fun one to see. You're not going to want to miss it down at Lynn Family Stadium. Tickets are available, lucity.com slash tickets or 502 Lou City. Um, is, is it a good thing that the next opportunity after this loss is a U.S. Open Cup game? Take nothing away from Lexington. Uh, certainly a lot of pride down there and a lot of excitement down there about this new team. But they're a league down from Louisville City in League One. They're a brand-new outfit. They've only played one game. They had a game canceled this past weekend, so they're inexperienced as well together. Is there any, just trying to read into it for Louisville City, is that a positive maybe that you can come home, kind of lick your wounds a little bit against a young, inexperienced team in Lexington? Uh, this It's interesting. It's an interesting one, right? Because you look at the last two performances, and then Louisville City has has no right to overlook any opponent when, when you look at it like that, regardless of the league. I know uh, if, if Louisville City were to play an MLS team on Wednesday, uh, they would be saying that you know we're we're on the same page, we're on the same level, regardless of the league or or regardless how long uh, we've been around. So uh, I would I would I would hope that our players and and I know that our staff uh, are not going to take Lexington lightly. Uh, this is a game of football, and, and anything can happen. And and as we we've all seen, you know everybody's expectation was Lou City to win the last two games, uh, and maybe not maybe not or sorry to win the last two games, um, and obviously that didn't happen. So. Uh, no, no time for for this group to overlook any opponent. Uh, the one positive thing is that they don't have to wait a week before they can go out and redeem themselves. Uh, so you, you get a, a quick turnaround, and then also uh, this was probably going to be an opportunity for some players uh, that weren't playing to to step in and get a game. So now this is an excellent opportunity for those players to step in and say, "Hey, uh, this is why I belong in the team, and and uh, this is why I should be in the first eleven, and and I'm ready to win some games for Louisville City." Again, that game coming up Wednesday night at Lynn Family Stadium in the U.S. Open Cup. LouCity.com slash tickets or 502 Lou City uh, to purchase your seats for that one. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, tonight's post-game wrap-up, of course, brought to you by the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Our Gorski Law Office full-time score, 5 to nothing, a record defeat for Louisville City to the Sacramento Republic. The Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award that was won by Amadou Dia tonight. Uh, George, uh, a difficult one to watch, but aside from the result, I enjoyed hanging out with you. It was, a, it was, a, you did a great job. Uh, hopefully, it won't be the last time we'll have you on the broadcast. Thank you very much. It was an absolute pleasure. Uh, I, th- I think I have uh, some new new hobby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there a you new, go. Uh, a new job opportunity. <laughs> this is this is pretty awesome. Uh, thank you for having me, and, and hopefully, we can do it again soon. Looking forward to it. Uh, for George, for Spencer Brown, our producer, I'm Jeff. Thanks for joining us. We will speak to you Wednesday night. We'll have coverage of that game beginning at 645 right here on ESPN Louisville. Until then, so long.
Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. I'm an emergency medical technician. Today, I arrived at the scene of a crash. I've seen enough of these to know it's a bad one. Young female driver, unconscious. I see her phone on the floor. The screen says OMW, on my way. She never hit send. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. <laughs> 